getting you all set here on Undisputed. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. I'm Jen Hale here with the one and only Skip Bayless. And, of course, our Hall of Famer, Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. I'm hoping you have an update on LeBron's ankle because I could not sleep last night. I'm worried about the man. I hope you got an update uh, on them Cowboys. Uh, yeah. You got an update on that? I don't that? have anything on them. <laughs> Yo, no, you I got until Monday night to sweat them out. Yeah. Oh, LeBron, be right, he'll be yeah. right back tomorrow night. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he better put it on Luka because the Clippers sure did. No, they didn't put it on Luka. They, uh, beat, they beat the Mavericks, but no, Luka put it on them. No, I'm sorry. Kawhi just said no, We're not in my house. We're going to be dissecting both of those topics, gentlemen. But, hey, Skip, let's start with your Cowboys because you know what? They are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Buccaneers. Mike McCarthy still looking for his first postseason win as Dallas's head coach. Kind of hard to believe, huh? Yesterday, Jerry Jones said a loss would not cost McCarthy his job. Jerry Jones continuing to defend his coach, saying, quote, I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses. I've got a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. <clears throat> Never at a loss for words, that Jerry Jones. Shannon, if the Cowboys lose, what do you think? Will McCarthy lose his job? Yeah, how do you justify keeping him? He said you got a lot more You got a lot more to evaluate him on. Okay, his first year there, you missed the playoffs. Last year, you was one and done in the playoffs. You mean to tell me, Skip, now Jerry Jones always talks about the personnel, the talent that he's assembled. Mm-hmm. And how great it is. He picked it. He picked it. Mm-hmm. This is what he said last year, Skip, after losing to the 49ers. He says he's extraordinarily disappointed. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> disappointed for our fans. This is quite a letdown. They outplayed us. Okay, that's what you had. Now, what were you last year? 13 and 4, 4 12 and 5. You had a very good record last year. You have a very good record this year. You tailed off towards the end. Yeah. Okay, if you wanted to. 12 and 5 and 12 and okay. 5, right? Okay. You lost yeah. last year in the first round, Skip, at home. You lose this year in the first round to a, a sub-500 team. How do you just. You're two and a half point favorite, favorite down there. Go ahead. So how do you justify keeping him? So I if you evaluate know. Mike McCarthy, so I'm just trying to figure out, Jerry, what are you actually evaluating him on? <laughs> Because I thought you, you told me last two years, you and Steven been telling me y'all got Super Bowl talent. This team, these, this team reminds me of those 90 Super Bowl teams. I, I'm like, Skip, you heard what the man said? Mm-hmm. I said, well, Skip, you were down there covering the team. You see that? <laughs> Skip said, yeah, well, I kind of did. They got it. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out what are you going to evaluate him on if you're not evaluating him with the talent that you've assembled on winning in the playoffs? Uh-huh. You, t- you happy with 12 and 5? I don't believe Jerry. I believe if they go down there and they'll lay an egg like they laid in the last game of the season against the Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. Jerry's going to have a very, very difficult decision. He's going to have a very tough time keeping him mm-hmm. because with what you've assembled, yep. you look at Dak, you got a $40 million quarterback, you got the highest paid running back, you got a top 10 receiver, you got an offensive line that's really good. I ain't said they're great, I said they're really good. Two Hall of Famers. Two right? Hall of Famers. To be, yeah. And then you got a defense that finished. What did they finish in takeaways? They're number one in takeaways, right? Number one in the NFL in takeaways. And number gonna, one. And so you're going to go down there and lay an egg to an 8-9 eight, team. 8-9. And, and, and then you say, oh, yeah, Mike McCarthy, it's all good. They ain't that, enough. That's an 8-9 team that Shannon Sharp has called a bad football team bad pretty team. much from, like, game number two on. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Okay. They played really – they played good the first game. They play, played good game 16. But yeah. everything in between Correct. wasn't very good. Okay. So you, you could dismiss their body of work as just a bad football team. Yes. Okay. With that being said, yes. Skip, 
it's going to be very difficult. I understand what Jerry's saying. I think Jerry's trying to say the right thing right now, not to put too much pressure on Mike McCarthy. But Mike McCarthy, feel it. Because the Cowboy faithful, they've been going crazy all year. This is our year. This is our year. And they keep telling me we them boys. Hey, Shadow, we still them boys. Okay, we about to find out come Monday night about 10 o'clock if y'all still them boys. I believe if he, if he lays an egg like they laid an egg Sunday, Skip, you got no choice. I know you're going to be on top of this table demanding that. I, I will be up on top with my feet up on top of this table. Demanding. Demanding. Stomping. I'll be stomping in the middle of this table. Stomping yeah. for get this man yeah. out of my sight. Okay. I wish I could fight you on anything you said. I don't agree with your final takeaway, but I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. I, I can't fight you today. I can only applaud you for everything <laughs> you just said. And Jen said to open the show as she was reading the, the lead to the show that Jerry's never at a loss for words, yet I'm always at a loss over Jerry's words, right? I'm <laughs> yes. always at a loss yes. because I know Jerry very, very, very well. Right. I don't understand him to this moment. I, I don't even, I, I can't even begin to translate You what can't see what said. he sees in Mike McCarthy. I, I cannot. Okay, you know how I felt from the start about this guy. He's fraudulent. He is a product of Aaron Rodgers. And it's hard to be a product of a guy who I don't trust in the postseason. But he was a product because Aaron got on one hot roll. That whole team got on a hot roll. Maybe maybe this guy got on a hot roll calling plays. Right. But they were not expected to do anything because they were the bottom seed. They they had to go on the road Mm -hmm. to Philadelphia and on the road to uh, Atlanta Atlanta and and, and and, and to Chicago. So they went road, 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 and then came to, of all places, Jerry World and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. I give you that, even though Troy Polamalu had a pulled ham. Ryan Clark was kind of on his last legs at safety. But Aaron took advantage, and our man Greg Jennings caught a huge touchdown pass that Blew that game open, and God bless you all. Yeah. You did that, and you got your ring. Right. And when he was hired, I was the first to almost stand up on this table and say, at least we got a made man. He's got a Super Bowl <laughs> ring. No, he's made of straw because he's <laughs> not – I don't know what he is because I still to this moment, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I don't know what he does. I'm not sure what he does except have a beer and some nachos with Jerry. Well, that's because what he does. That's what he does, and it's, he's really good at it. I think he's a good guy, and I think he's fun to be around. Right. I don't think he's like the life of the party. Jerry likes the heck out of him, not as the proverbial son because he's up there in age, but as a brother. Right. I, I think it's more in brother-brother. Right. Brother. Right. He just likes having him around because you know what? He can talk a good game. He can talk ball, man. He can talk it. He can give you the inside <laughs> stuff on ball. He knows this, and he knows the inside stuff. Right. Jerry, did you know that? Blah, blah, did, uh, let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about that. He keeps Jerry, like, in the loop. Great. Correct. He's great yeah. at that. I'm not sure what loop he's in to start with. But the point is, Jerry owns the team. It's the most valuable team in the world. Yeah. And it's like... His choice, like he's going to do what he wants right. to do because he makes him happy. Right. That's all you need to know is right. he makes Jerry Jones happy yeah. because on Friday afternoon they have their, their weekly meeting where they go off, I don't know where they go, and they drink a couple and they, they have some nachos and they kick it around. Right. And he tells Jerry exactly what's going to happen on Sunday, 
And it, it makes Jerry happy. Jerry yeah. looks forward to yeah. that. Okay, so that's what's going on yeah. here. And then Jerry comes out and talks to the media. They're like, man, Jerry been watching well, tape. Well, Jerry ain't watched one tape. Hadn't watched any tape. <laughs> and now don't get me started on this, but this is why we have this dearth of black head coaches in this league. For what I'm talking about right now is why we don't have yeah. the, what we're down to what now. Lovey's gone. We're down to two, right. maybe three, maybe three, I guess, Mike McDaniel's biracial. Yeah. Whatever. If uh, Steve Wilkes can keep no, that Steve job. Steve Wilkes, that's a good one. But but my I'm, I'm trying you you know yes. this. Yes. This, this is how it operates. Right. Because he doesn't call plays. He's not a motivational speaker. He's the opposite of. He's Correct. like a bump on a log during games. He's looking up at the school board, and I'm thinking, somebody wake him up. Yeah. You know, can you throw the challenge flag? He's had a couple this year where I said, okay, I'll buy that. Right. But the, the point is, after all these quotes from Jerry, uh, let me just read a couple of them because th- <laughs> this is outrageous stuff. He says, I, I can't tell you how much confidence I've gotten, Mike, and in our coaching staff. I, I'll give you both the coordinators. Yeah. I think they're both very yeah. good at what they do. They are on top of where we are with this team right now. You're, you're on top in the bottom. You know, like, I, I don't know where you are because you are reeling into the playoffs. Correct. Right? You're Correct. St- yes. Okay. They've got every nuance. They got every nuance. I'm about to give you all the unnuances that they have. They understand every frailty that we might have or we might have shown Sunday, obviously in the loss at Washington. They've got everything in their grasp and in their understanding. I have complete confidence in this coaching staff. We have a great chance to go down there and have success. Time out. Every nuance. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, help me real quick. Walk back through this. So, all the way up through the Indianapolis game at home, I was pounding the table pro Cowboys because I said, I see firepower. I see star power. I see trustability because they had just wiped out Matt Ryan and the Colts in the fourth quarter. Right. 33 to nothing. <laughs> they had gone up to Minnesota and won 40 to three. What, what was I supposed to I, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Then Houston happened, and that was the first bad sign because Houston's a bad football team, and they should have the first pick in the draft, but somehow they beat the Colts. Yeah, and they, and they blew that. They blew it with a last-second Hail Mary and a two-point. Two they, they did that, yeah. and they gave away. And, and Lovey's like on, on his way out the door. It's like, F you. Okay? Okay? <laughs> yeah, and he got him. Yes. He got him good, yes. and I love that. Okay, so it took a 98-yard two-minute drive mm-hmm. to survive the Houston Texans yeah. at Jerry World. Okay, that started it. And I'm, I'm like, well, that's not very good, nope. right? They go to Jacksonville. They're up 27 to 10, and you know what happened. Yeah. They stumbled all the way home and lost it in overtime. I, I still look back at it, and you were correct. You first guessed it. You said, there went the NFC East. There went the one seed. Because yeah. if you win that game, yes. do you not have a shot? At, yes, a real shot a, now. You, you would have had a real shot at the division crown, but you would have had a real shot at the one seed, right. right? Yes. It would now be, if you had won that game and taken care of the rest of your business, right. all of a sudden, Philly's going down to Tampa on Monday night, and yep. you're sitting pretty at home. That is correct. Watching, yep. right? Yep. You, you got your week off. That didn't happen. And then all of a sudden, they have to turn right around on Thursday and go down and, and to Nashville, where I went to school, but... It, it, you know, the, the Titans are saying we have nothing. It's like a bizarre nuance of, of the scheduling. They had nothing to play for. Zero. They, they were playing all backups. Right. They're playing a, a guy who was sort of on the street in Joshua Dobbs. He's their third-string quarterback at that point. They just signed him, kind of like Baker Mayfield going right. to the Rams. Right. And all of a sudden, Joshua Dobbs just plays the heck out of him. And you could see that one Mike, Vrabel, got his team ready, and the other Mike, my Mike, 
please drop the Mike McCarthy. <laughs> he, his team's not ready to play. And they fumble and stumble around, and it took all the way, it took mostly four quarters to right. get through, through a game they should have won like 35 to 7, right? Yes. Okay, and then you know what happened. They get some time off to get ready for a game that Dak said, we need to go win this football game just for our own confidence. And at Washington, they play the ugliest football game I think I've ever seen in the history of this franchise, and I know it cold. I know it inside and out. I can't remember a worse game under this circumstance than that game against the Commanders playing a rookie named Sam Howe, and they were in command of the football game from opening bell. Yes. You needed to put some pressure on Philly, even though it was long shot pressure, as they scoreboard watched in, in Philly, you needed to put a 21 to nothing up on the, right. the board after a quarter right. where, where they had to look up and say, uh-oh, we got you, you got to increase a little bit of pressure on them. Well, they put no pressure because it went the other way. Correct. Right. And they lose 26 to six. Help me out. It does not a lot of that fall on that man's doorstep. They weren't ready to play. They looked like a team that was not ready to play, didn't want to play, or to say, well, they were only going to play a quarter skip. And Jerry, you, you mentioned that you was reading that Jerry said that he understands the, the nuances and the frailties of what transpired. There's a difference, a big difference between knowing what's happening and then knowing how to fix it. <laughs> so, Skip, you I mean, you, I mean, we know what's happening. I mean, I, I think. But anybody, can he fix it? Right. Can he fix it? What has he ever done to fix anything, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. Is he going to push buttons, psychological No, that's buttons? not what he does. That's gonna, not what he does. Is he going to show him Rocky on, on I, I'm sure Sunday come, night? or Maybe uh, he'll come up with smash some watermelons. Or no, that's right. I forgot about smashing watermelons. Yeah, it's all yeah. over the floor in the yeah. Minneapolis yeah. hotel. Maybe they have a water pistol fight or something. I don't know where they're going to do that in town. Okay, all right. And he'll tell the media, I, I came up with that. After <laughs> okay, so – I. I'm, I'm asking, what, what exactly has he done to earn trust? Well, nothing. Well, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because 12 and 5 seem, seems empty to me right now right. because of the way they are falling into the playoffs. And when, when you say, I have the utmost confidence, I don't think he's try, trying to, to do his proverbial sell ice to the Eskimos. I don't think he's being a super salesman. I don't think he's trying to spin this positively. I just think he's saying, hey, uh, do you understand I own this team, yeah. and I love this guy. And his point was when they broached the subject, he said, no, I don't even want to start. Like, I, I don't want to go in there because right. that's that's a non-issue for me. There's no discussion of but this. But do you want to win, Jerry, or do you want a homeboy that you can drink, have beer, and eat ice okay. cream, or invite okay. him over to the house? Probably because that. You, because you fired Jimmy Johnson after he won your Super Bowl. <laughs> and he said, Skip, also last year, he said, when you get this combination of players together, you need to have success because we all know how it goes in the NFL. The whole thing is set up for you to take away the best and add to ones that need to improve them. And personnel-wise, I think we have one of the best. So you got all the personnel. You got some of the best. Yep. Skip, 12 and 5, you hired Mike McCarthy because you said you wanted a guy that has Super Bowl experience and can take this roster and get it over the top. If you continuously get bounced after 12 and 5 season in the first round, what the hell good is Mike McCarthy? Who cares about 12 and 5? It's about winning championships because you believe you have a championship team. That's what you keep telling us? Yep. This came across to me as a rest on my laurels speech where, where he seems satisfied with 12 and 5. Like, whatever yeah. happens, yeah. happens, right? Whatever happens, damn the torpedoes. If we lose, so be it. I love this guy. We went 12 and 5. I'm good. But you know what, Skip? 
he can do that. You know why? Because you said it earlier. He has the most valuable franchise in all the world. So it doesn't matter. Skip, what's the incentive for me to win a Super Bowl if I'm still going to be worth $8 billion? What's the incentive for me to go far in the playoffs if I'm still going to be worth $10 billion? If, if my merchandise is going to be number one, I'm still going to be the most watched Sunday ticket in NFL, no matter who I play, the Cowboys are going to be number one. That's why they put their butt on Monday night. So, hey, hey, and trust me on this, that game yes! is going to go through the roof it'll, on numbers. I wish it were on Fox, but it's not. It'll, it'll be the okay. highest Monday-rated Monday night game in NFL history. I guarantee you that. It just will be. And it's intriguing. And we love talking about right. it. Because he owns America's team, yeah. and they're interesting. And, and in large part, they're interesting because he's the face of the franchise. Right. Yeah, no question. You know, do, do you remember when Brady hit the free agent market when, yeah. when Belichick and Kraft finally said, okay, thank you very much. Right. Good night. Yeah. And I, I was over here pounding the table. Jerry just, you could go get Tom Brady because mm-hmm. he was at a contractual impasse. It had gotten ugly and messy with Dak. And I yeah. said, go, go, get, go get the GOAT. Mm-hmm. No, he's not going to do it because. Tom Brady immediately is the face of your he, franchise. He's the face of the <laughs> franchise. And whatever happened from that moment on, he would get 1,000% of the credit exactly. for it, not Jerry. Right. Jerry's like, no, I'm good. No, no. I'm good. I'm good with my fourth-round pick at quarterback. Exactly. Because I'll finally overpay him. Then I'll tell him to his face, I overpaid right. you. Okay, so you're you're stuck with Dak. I, I don't know. We're going to talk more about his legacy, but but do do I trust him? It, it comes down to he's won one playoff game in his life right. against the guy down there who's 45, but he's won 35 playoff games. Right. So it's 35 to one, and that's what you're up against. But Jerry feels real good because my, my coaches know every nuance of right. what's wrong with my right. team. Well. It, it just keeps getting longer and right. longer. By, by the week, it, it kept spiraling down and Correct. down. And I, I didn't mention the Philly game in the middle of this that came right after Jacksonville. But, but remember, it's Gardner Minshew. Right. And Dak played great in that game. Played great. Made the, the, the big second throw. Had the second because he, got, he started off kind of rough. Okay, but I, I, I'm doing the big picture. Yeah, oh yeah. It, felt, it felt like a big-time right. game to me, mm-hmm. in part because he threw a 52-yard pass on third to T.Y. Hilton on third and 30. Okay? And yet, if Gardner Minshew doesn't hand us four early Christmas presents, I just don't know no, if we get out of game. it. Right? You're not winning that game. Because he threw for, what, what was that, 355? Three, yeah. yeah, he threw for well over three. Well, he just was going up and down right. the field at will. And if he doesn't miss the two handoffs, they had the one fumble right. on the handoff, and throw two picks, I, I don't know where we are. Right. I, I kept telling you going into that stretch after we lost to Jacksonville, is it possible we lose out? Right. Well, well, 12-5, and five, I've never seen a situation where a 12-5 and five team that's a two-and-a-half-point favorite is going down there and on paper, it looks like a mismatch to me. Seriously, mm-hmm. we did it yesterday where you go down, you do running game versus running game. Tampa can't run the ball. No. Tampa can't rush the passer. Even the receiving core. I'll, I'll still take Dallas's receiving core over Tampa's just because it's got a little bit of speed to it. But what? But we could just keep going down paper, paper, paper. Right. But on the field, your instincts, you as a Hall of Famer, I could tell yesterday your instincts are trying, starting yeah. to tell you, wait a second. Well, you might be better in every position except the one that matters the most. That, that is correct. <laughs> That's the one that touches the ball okay. every right. play. So, so I think a lot of people are saying, well, it's like stroking their yeah. chin, like, wait a yeah, second. Yeah, your defense is better. Yeah, yeah. okay, your defense is better. Every, everything. It, yeah. Okay, that's what you're up against here. And, and Jerry's still clinging to delusional. It's, it's almost like fantasy land yeah. of I'm 12 and 5. And do you remember me back in, when we went to Minnesota and won 40 to 3? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that would work for the Texans. Does that work for a team that hadn't had the success that you've had? 
But when you've accumulated the talent and you tell us all the time about how great you are to picking talent, what good is it if you can't maximize it come playoff time? You get bound. I mean, you hadn't been to an NFC championship game since you last won the Super Bowl. The 95 headed into 96, Skip. <laughs> it's forever. And that's why I predicted this year they're going to get to the NFC championship game. Unfortunately, I predicted it was going to be against Tampa in the NFC game, and all of a sudden they got to do it first. Right. So something's got to give here. Well. But Jerry always said that one of his biggest mistakes was, remember, Chan Gailey lasted two years, and, and was he went 18 and 14 in those two years. Right. And then that second year they lost to Minnesota in a wild card game, 27 to 10, and he fired Chan Gailey, and he always said that was a mistake. I overreacted. Right. So he's thinking about this, and, and I never got the sense that he loved Chan Gailey right. because Chan was a little bit – arm's length yeah. because he'd been there and done all that. He'd been around the league and was a highly respected offensive. He was my position coach when I first got to Denver. Was he He really? was. He absolutely he was. He was your tight end coach? He was a wide receiver coach. Oh, the I wide, remember okay, I, I, wide receiver. I, I, okay. We got drafted to wide receiver. Did you like him? I did. Yeah. I did. Okay. I did. Because he, he's his own man yeah. and he, he, he sort of believes what he believes. Yeah, and I very, he was religious. Yeah, and I, and I get the sense that, that he was okay with Jerry, but Jerry didn't right. like couldn't put an mm-hmm. arm around him because mm-hmm. there was no right. mutual sort of admiration. Right. Mm-hmm. But the point was he fired Chan Gailey, and he, he regretted it. So to your point, you're, you're 1,000% correct about if they lose this game, he should go. Right. Because that would be back-to-back right. years right. of, huh, and huh? But that you, would be San Francisco and Tampa. If they lose this game, Skip, the regret that he had for uh, firing Chan, for overreacting, he'll regret if he doesn't fire him. That is correct. I agree, but I'm here to tell you my gut driving force instinct is there's no way he's firing this guy because he went 12-5 and back-to-back, and, back and Jerry's going to take that to his bank because he can sell it. You lose 24-7. He yeah. comes back. You believe Mike McCarthy. You lose 24-7 to an 8-9 team after you go 12-5. and Okay. All right. And, and remember, Mike's first year – Dak got hurt, so he had yeah. the big Dak injury. Yeah, okay, right? you, you can yeah, use that the, as an excuse. excuse yeah. What was the excuse last year? You were you were twelve and five, had a home, had a home game, right? And they just didn't show up. Yes. They, they were not ready to play. Right. And Kyle had his team really ready right. to play. And you look up, and the game's kind of over after right. a quarter. Yes. And I know they made it look respectable. Right. Because at one point it was twenty three to seven or something like that. What yep. game? Twenty three yep. seven something like. That. Okay. So then he goes into in the end of all these remarks. He goes into this Brady factor, and he says it's conceivable that we could make Brady not play well and still get our tails beat by the rest of the team. No, you so, can't. So he's trying to say, let's minimize this. Let's not buy into the aura of the goat or the mystique of the goat. And I'm like, Jerry, what? you got to be careful with this. He, he's playing. He's speaking from a position of strength that, that he doesn't deserve. Right. That's what's happening yeah. right here. Yeah. I don't believe there's a scenario in which they can win in which Brady doesn't play well at some point in that game. <laughs> how, how could they? I mean, how? I don't know because they, look at their body right. of work. It's not like they got. It's not like they got Josh Jacobs or one of these dominant running backs. It's not like their defense is like the 2000 Ravens. Oh. So I'm just trying to figure out if Brady doesn't play well, they can't win. Okay. And you say, well, Brady might not play well, and we still might lose. How? That uh-huh. means if Brady doesn't play well and you lose, that means Dak played worse than Brady. That's, all, that's, that's the only thing I can summarize. That is true. I buy that. He, he's trying to, to paint pictures that will take him off the hook. Yes. You know, like, no, no. Don't, don't, don't give me that. No. Because this, this is a time that cries for a head coach who can fix it or jumpstart it. Right. That, that can rocket fuel it with, with words or, right. or somehow – 
I'm just convinced in the locker room after I saw the hard knocks of what was it two years <laughs> yeah. ago, it, 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 motivational speeches, not his forte. Right. So the, the point is with this guy, what will he say that, that will re-inspire Nothing. them? Nothing. He has to hope that external forces, that yeah. the media sort of, that, that they finally, like CeeDee Lamb said yesterday, we, we need to flip the switch. Well, it's, man, when you've gone this many games, Gardner Minshew, Joshua Dobbs, What's Sam Howell. You, what? what, what yeah. Okay. You, you did this for a long time. You know, once you get to this point, if Ain't you've no been struggling, you, you can't just say, no I got this switch over here. Mm-mm. I got this switch under my pads, and I can just switch no, it up. It don't work like on. that. No, it doesn't work. Sorry. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it don't work like that. Well, I'm stuck for with drop the For what it's worth, mic. gentlemen, <laughs> McCarthy has two years left on yep. his existing deal. All right, speaking of the Cowboys, Skip, they have their hands full, or do they, with a healthy Buccaneers team? (laughs) Plus, we're going to tell you what LeBron recently said about chasing Kareem. That and a whole lot more coming up on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. On the Let's Go podcast, Tom Brady said he liked the Buccaneers game being on Monday. Why? Well, it gives his team a full week to prepare for the Cowboys. Brady also talks about his team's health. Take a listen. I'm hoping we're pretty healthy. I mean, I, I really, I believe we're going to be as healthy as we've been all year which is kind of exciting um you know to get some guys back that haven't been in there and then you know see if we can go play our best football going in with a full squad is half the battle this time of year Mm -hmm. shannon what does brady's comment tell you nothing the notion that the buccaneers have struggled because of injuries it just isn't true it's way of tom trying to explain it and try to explain the season away and deflecting blame skip the reason why they weren't winning wasn't because of help I'm trying to figure why you're trying to minimize your struggles. We all saw it. You tell me the center that's responsible for four more wins. 
Here's the thing. Tom Brady was sacked 22 times last year, 22 times this year. The only difference was last year he threw 43 touchdowns. This year he threw 25 touchdowns. You see the big difference? Points. Only scored, t- only scored 30 points twice. Twice in 17 games. Last year they scored 10 times, at least 10 times, and they had three games of at least 40. That is the difference, Tom. Your offensive line, you keep saying, oh, this. you look at the offensive line and Ryan Jensen, and this will retire, and this will left be a free agency, and you still got sacked the least amount of any quarterback in the NFL. But you didn't produce the points. You know why? Because unlike a lot of these young quarterbacks that's willing to stand in there under duress and look down the barrel of the gun and take one to the chops, Tom Brady is unwilling to do that on third and long situation. Mm-hmm. He's going to dirt it, get off the field. 21, 20, this is 2021 versus 2022. In 2021, they were second in points scored. This year, they're 25th. In 2021, they were second in red zone touchdowns. This year, they're 22nd. Second and third downs last year, 21st. Fourth in point differential, 25th. Sixth in turnover margin, tied for 20th. You see where I'm going with this, Skip? Mm. 10th in drive ending in points. This year, 22nd. Mm. Now, all this other thing, look at this. First in passing yards last year. Second in passing yards this year. First in pass percentage last year. First in pass percentage last year. Fewest amount of sacks loud last year. Fewest amount of sacks this year. What do we see is Skip? Points scored. Red zone. That's not because of injury, Tom. Just own it. Guys, we didn't play well. We're hoping to put together one of our best games of the season, and hopefully that's good enough to advance us in the playoffs. But this notion that the reason why that we've underachieved was because of injury is just not true. Mm. Okay. You could be right about everything you just said. But Brady's history in this league is not as an excuse maker. And I don't remember him one time the entire year using injuries as an excuse. Not one time did he ever say, gee, we're just so beat up. We're just so banged up. Gee, I wish I had more help. LeBron says it pretty regularly, but he never says it. Until now, it was the flip of that to me. The way I hear it is, it was like delusionally optimistic. It was like over-the-top optimistic, I think we're going to be as healthy as well. I'm, I'm hoping, he said. I'm right. hoping we are because I'm not sure about that because, Tom, it was your fault that your new center, Robert Haynes, he got hurt because you forced him to play <laughs> at Atlanta and he's gone with the pull damn string right. in the first quarter. I don't know if Ryan Jensen, his old center, the Pro Bowl center from last year, is going to be able to play. He's missed the entire year. Right. And yet he's been practicing. Will you tell me, are you going to throw him in on what's still an injured knee? Because right. he didn't have surgery, so I don't know how right. bad it is. It's got to be not good. Right. Are you going to throw him in to the fire against the Dallas Cowboys in their pass rush on the opening night of the playoffs? Right. I, I don't know, because you may be forced to do that. Okay, so to your point, the dirt balls have come way more often this year because he just – he, he's operating above it all, and if you don't give him time, he's just going to throw it in the dirt. Right. So he goes, read, 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 dirt. Like, it, it goes bang, 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 dirt. Right. So he's throwing it in the dirt faster than he did last year because I don't think he has near the targets, the open, the, the separation that he had a year ago. Okay, so let's start looking at some of the injuries that they did suffer. Julio Jones was the godsend for me. Tom recruited him by IG. And you first guessed it. You said, no, no. What's his history? His recent history is he's just going to stay healthy. Yeah, he can stay healthy. Okay. So he comes in, and they played 17 games this year. He managed to play 10. 
in those 10, he caught 2.4 balls per game because it's like next to nothing. Right. He caught a 48-yarder at Dallas on opening night. It was his biggest catch of the year, and I thought, hooray for Hollywood. Here we go, right? right? And, and then he, he missed the next and, couple of games because he hurt his knee. He hurt his knee in that game. And then he never was right the, the whole year. And then the other receivers. Mike Evans missed two games. Chris Godwin missed two early because he wasn't ready to come back from his ACL, as you recall. Mm -hmm. Remember, he got hurt on opening night, right. and then he was gone for a couple of games. Russell Gage has missed four games, so they've been a little banged up there. But then back to the offensive line, Donovan Smith has not been right for about the last half of the season. And when he was right, he was leading the league in penalties <laughs> as the left tackle, yeah. as an offensive line. Yeah. Leading the league. So he's missed four games total and has tried to play a couple that he shouldn't have. Tristan Wirfs has missed four games total. He's definitely tried to play the last couple, which I don't think he should. He especially should have taken. Well, he did. He took off at Atlanta. Atlanta. But both of them did. They both did. But they still both missed four. Okay. Then we flip it over to the defensive side. Shaq Barrett obviously played eight games, and he's missed the last nine because he tore his Achilles tendon. So he's gone. He was their best pass rusher. Carl Nassib has been a nice addition, and he's now missed four games, including the last two. And then... In the secondary, it's, it's the strength of the team, but it's just been decimated all year because Logan Ryan's a good football player, yeah. as we know from Tom's past in yeah. New England. Yeah. And I thought he was really going to help the secondary. He's missed eight games so far. And then Antoine Winfield missed four. Jamel Dean missed two. Uh, Murphy Bunting missed five. And Carlton Davis has now missed the last four. And I don't know about right. his potential to play right. even in this game. Mm -hmm. I'm not because he's got a banged up shoulder. Then obviously back to the defensive line, Vita Vea missed three games. Akeem Hicks was a big addition to them from the Bears, Bears. because I, I thought he was pretty good. He's missed six games. He came back Sunday and I saw a little burst from him, a little flash from right. him. Okay. Th these add up to, I don't know if you want to go to decimated, but they've been a beat-up football team. But Skip, I can okay. make I, I, Skip, I can, we can do that by every team in the NFL. Yep. I don't want it to be mutually exclusive to the uh, the Bucks. Is that they're the only ones that had injuries? Yep. I mean, there are other players that had the other teams that had their quarterback out. They've had their running back out. They've had receivers out, and so they don't make excuses. And even when they had those guys, so let's go. Let's just say when they've had them, because those guys, the guys that you mentioned, didn't miss the entire season. Mm -hmm. They still only scored thirty points twice. That is true. Okay. So even when they had those guys, it wasn't like they were going up and down the field. Okay. But I, I get that. But for Brady to say this now, this week, is, is only adding pressure to them because he's actually saying, hey, the, gla the glass is half full and we might be about as healthy as we've been all year. Well, I, I, I don't think he's trying to make an excuse. I think, he's, I think he's just trying to say, hey, we got a shot. I, I think he's more sending a message to Dallas like, hey, don't, you guys better not write us completely off. I don't think the Cowboys are, but let's just say for the sake of argument, they lose this game as healthy as they've been all year. Now what's the excuse? Well, he, he just took it away. That's, what, that's my point. You, you're actually adding pressure to the mix, and I don't think it bothers him at all because he's, his legacy sort of speaks for itself. Yes. I don't think he's going to be ashamed if yes. they lose the game. No, 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 he shouldn't be. But the thing is, Skip, and, and, I, and I think that's the thing, two things can be true. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play. Tom Brady played bad in 2022. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't see what the debate is in that situation. Right. But, as you know, when it was time to play great against Carolina, that, that was pretty great because yeah. that was 432. It's like an aberration game, but it's his history. That's what, what he's done yeah. his whole career. And that's what, Skip, as we age and guys get older, you can summons it up okay. once All or right. twice. It was the regularity. Tom Brady used to have games like he had against Carolina. He would have eight, ten of those a year. You could argue, 
Okay. I also think his supporting cast was a little better in those days. I think he had a little more speed at receiver. I think Edelman and Amendola gave him option route underneath right. quickness that he doesn't have anymore. Well, he that, doesn't well, have that. That's not that's Chris Godwin is a slot receiver, but yep. he's not he doesn't have the fast twitch like Amendola, nope. like Edelman, like a Wes Welker. That's nope. not what he does. Nope. He's a big body guy that's able to make tough contested catches over the middle. Mike Evans is 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 a big body guy. Not the greatest technician as far as a route runner, no. but he can make tough contested catches. He can. Skip, he left New England because he said, felt that the, what, he, what they had at the wide receiver at the skill position wasn't good enough. That's why he went well, to Tampa. Only because Julian and Amendola were at the – they were nearing yeah, the end because yeah, they were just Ju- beat all yeah, the hell. Julian they, they had, quote-unquote, died for the right. cause up there. Edelman, they had allowed Amendola to test the free agent market. He had already left. Amendola had been in so many car wrecks, it was just a matter of time just, before the car set him down beside because, the road. As you well know, if you keep doing that over yeah. the middle oh, yeah. and I, you keep getting smashed mm-hmm. and you weigh 190. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm kind of surprised they last as long as they did. Mm-hmm. But the, the point here is Mike Evans lumbers and he can trick you. They're yeah. really good at tricking you. But it took, remember, they went 11 games without a touchdown. Right. And I think that might have something to do with him not practicing as much as he should or could during the course of the week. So him and Brady have really never developed the chemistry that he normally has with his top-tier receivers. He's always had great relationship, but I think that comes with with practice time skill. So with that being said, it's going to be very interesting to see if they're as healthy as Tom is saying they are. I I think it's actually kind of a relative statement compared to what I just detailed for you. I think they're – Better than they were. But how? But they've I'm been not playing these games. I mean, they've been playing. Yeah. So how, how do you get healthy by playing games? I, you know, people, well, you can't hurt it any worse. I've never heard a doctor say, but yeah, by playing on it, you're going to make it healthier, though it's going to make it better. If mm-hmm. I can't make it worse, can I make it better? Okay, if you tell me that Donovan Smith is 100% healthy, which I doubt. But you told me he gets the most, he gets penalized okay. the most in the well, fantasy. He's, he's an experienced <laughs> left tackle because the guy over there, I can't even remember his name, right. but he's undrafted. Right. And all of a sudden, you got a rookie left guard, and if Hainsey can still go, I don't know what, again, is Ryan Jensen going to come back? Right. But as you know, the, the best player in that line by far is Tristan the right tackle. Yeah, absolutely. He, he is all Yeah, he won the best offensive lineman in yeah. football. Okay. He, he badly, he's got the high ankle sprain, right. and as you know, it's probably not going to get that much better no. because you don't have much time to do it except he did get the bye week. Right. So maybe he's talking about him. Maybe he's talking about Ryan Jensen. Maybe he's talking about Carlton Davis. I mean, he's their best defensive right. uh, secondary player. Right. He's their best cornerback. Mm-hmm. Well, can he go in right. this one? Yes. Because, yeah, he needs to go against and, CD. I mm-hmm. mean, usually he would be taking CD. Right. Okay? I, I don't know. So there, there are so many of these things that are big ifs, but, but what you can't fix is you can't replace Shaq Barrett because there's nobody else on the roster who can do what Shaq Barrett right. does. So they're graded 28th overall in pass rush. Well, Dak – is going to have time to throw the football. Yeah, but you just hope he doesn't have time to throw it to the other guys. Bingo. Because (laughs) the sort of unsung strength of this team is the back end. Because I do like Antoine Winfield Jr. He's really good. And occasionally I like Mike Edwards and and Murphy Bunting. I I like them all. Is Carl Davis going to play? I don't know. I don't know. His shoulder is really banged up, and and maybe Tom knows something I don't. But I just think he's doing – Overly optimistic, glass half full, here we go kind of talk because he is, you, you have to give him this. Right now, he's a dangerous commodity yeah. because 
He's done this a whole bunch exactly. of times. Yeah, he's and been he, there. Yeah, he's, he, he's not in awe of the moment. No, and he's kind of sitting pretty because nobody really There's expects no much of him, right? No. And he's saying, well, Gronk did, you know, obviously the report was Gronk did try to make a deal. And I saw a quote from Gronk last night. Like, he, he wanted some money because right. he said, if somebody wants to give me half their salary cap, I'll consider coming back. Right. Well, I don't think Tampa had any salary cap. Right. He was going to have to come just for the love of Tommy. No, I don't. Well, he's not going to do that, that ain't Gronk. Okay. <laughs> at, at, at this juncture of the game, to get right. beat up like he gets beats up, I don't right. love it that much. Okay. So is Tom thinking, okay, I have a chance and a challenge. I can show everybody I can actually go win without Gronk because hasn't Gronk always been his number one security blanket? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Hasn't he, Gronk been there with him every step of the way? And yes. when, when Gronk couldn't play – in the second Eli Super Bowl, when he tried to go out there and he limped around, then he was dancing afterwards right. at the yeah. team party. Well, well, that was Tom's worst Super Bowl. So you can argue, well, you didn't have a healthy Gronk, right? right? Yes. You needed Gronk. Yes. Okay. And yet you, you don't have a Randy Moss. You don't have a Gronk. So, so Tom's probably sitting down there saying, okay, watch this. Right. I, I'm going to show you. I got a new challenge at 45. I'm going to try to do it without a whole lot here. Right? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. But I don't, I don't, I'm not giving him an excuse for this. Right. No, and, no, and, should you? And yet, the final thing that he said in that podcast that I did love, that this is the God's truth about playoff football. As he said, it doesn't matter what your record was or my record is. No right? question. It just, it just doesn't matter nope. anymore. Nope. It doesn't matter what your seed is. Right. It only matters, as he said, how do you play that day? That's because it. It's it. That's it's it. period of the story because none, none, nothing on paper matters anymore. But that's the difference between football and yeah. any other professional sport where they play a series. Yeah. Every game is a game seven. They say, keep saying there's nothing like a game seven in the NBA. There's nothing like a game seven in baseball or hockey. Every game in football in the playoffs is a game seven. It's yeah. final. Yeah. There is no more tomorrow. There's no, oh, hey, we had an off game. We'll go back, regroup. We'll look at the tape. There is no more tape. No. Nope. You're cleaning out your locker the next You clean out like uh, your locker on a Monday. Mm -hmm. or, or you play Saturday, you're cleaning out your locker on okay. Sunday. Yep. That's just the way it works. Okay. And that's why we love it. Yes. That's why oh, I absolutely. love Yeah, I love the NBA playoffs, but, but it's a long slog through yeah. those seven-game yeah. series. I mean, think about Jim Jordan. Close. Just think about it. Jordan lost his, his first NBA Finals. He lost game one. He if did. that had been football, it would have been over. Over. <laughs> it had been over. How many times we've seen teams get down 2-0, I mean 0-2, and come back, 3-1 and come back? Ain't nobody can't no 3-1 down, 3-1 in football. You lose the game, it's over. Somebody celebrate. Yeah. So <laughs> all this happened, all that we're talking about here at whatever time it is, is it like 8.15 Eastern on yeah. Monday night? Yes. And throw it out the window. Doesn't matter. Here we go. That's what I love. What that's, you got? That's it. Are you ready? Yep. Or not? That's it. That's all no. that matters. I don't care what your record was. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Tom knows. Tom was 18 and 0. of playoff football. Busy. And it all starts yeah. this weekend. All right, guys. Speaking of the NBA, LeBron James did do a recent sit-down interview with Dave McMenamin. He discussed how he's feeling about closing in on Kareem's record. Meanwhile, the Lakers sitting at 19 and 22. LeBron said, quote, I want to win. That's not sitting well with me. I don't like having accomplishments, and they don't feel right when it comes in a losing effort. Shannon, how do you interpret what LeBron's saying there? LeBron wants to compete for a title, although breaking the scoring record, what many people thought would never happen because of the length of time that you're going to have to play and the consistency in which you're going to have to play with. Yep. Many thought this record would never be broken. LeBron said, yeah. But I still want to win. He's like, it's, it, it just doesn't sit well with me. 
that I could potentially break this, break this record and do what? Skip, when Kareem broke the record in 84, they lost the NBA Finals to the Celtics. So he was playing for something. Not only did he break the record, he went to the finals. I swear, I don't even remember him breaking the record. I don't. You say you do. I do. I, I just don't. And was, I'm, I'm covering the league, and it's like it didn't register to Skip, me. You remember back in the early 80s, teams would not know. They would like the Celtics would play in Hartford. They didn't always play in the Garden. They played play in Hartford. He broke this record, if I'm not mistaken, in Vegas against Utah. Mm-hmm. You, that's correct. Yep. So it just like came and went. And that was that was the one that Magic ended up dribbling out of time. And the Laker fans, they they beat him down. Even though he was a two-time finals MVP, they beat him down. Tragic Johnson. That, that's what they named him. Yep. And so he had to redeem himself. And he did. He came back in 85 and he redeemed himself. But so so LeBron is like, hold on, wait a minute. And he also skipped later in the article, he talked about how. That's why he said out the last five games, the eight of the last ten games last year. He's like, hell, I'm going for a scoring title. We're not in the playoffs. What the hell am I doing? Yep. That ain't what I play for. I played, I play basketball. I love the game. There's no question about that. But I play basketball to play meaningful games. To go for a scoring title and we're out of the playoffs? What the hell is that? He's like, yeah, it's great. I don't want to minimize that breaking Kareem record is not a huge accomplishment. But to be doing it and and it, and and not to be in contention or could possibly make the playoffs, that doesn't sit well with me. Mm. And I'm glad he said it. And I believe him. I believe it doesn't because it would it, it would mean so much more. Just thanks, Skip. I'm breaking the, like I said, we still got a ways to go. So I, I believe if AD gets healthy with the A with the uh, AFC, with the uh, West, with no Goliath, yep. no mythological there, team. There's, there's no 17-18 Golden State. There's no old, 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 old uh, uh, Laker team with Shaq and Kobe nope. or the Duncan Spurs. There are none of them there. No, I, I don't think anybody fears Denver. No, I don't, I, Denver. I, 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 no. Because no. Yoke, as, as finesse gifted as he is, he's no Shaq. No. He doesn't put fear of God in and nobody And nobody fears the uh, uh, Warriors after they, what they've been going through this year. They're, nobody fears nobody. That's correct. So with I that agree. being said, LeBron's like, oh, but I, I still, at the end of the day, I, yeah, I'm, I want to break this record, but I want to do it in a meaningful, in meaningful situations that the games actually matter and we're not 40, 15, 16 games out of playoff contention. So I, I commend him for what he's saying. He's like, yeah, I want to win. And I want to win. And I want the, I want, I mean, I'm playing the game of basketball. I want these games to mean something. Okay. All right. First, very positive point. Where I commend him is on what he said about last year down the stretch. Yes. Because I sat right here in this chair and I said, I got no problem. If you want to go for it, yeah. go for it. Because to win a scoring title in At year 37. 19, right? Yeah. Year 19, yep. 37, that would be an achievement. Hell, I wanted to go for it too. That's what I was to go okay. tune in for. But for him to dismiss it as corny or yeah. silly, yeah. you know, like, okay. I, I got you, and, and I, I feel that as, like, I honor that. Yes. Because I didn't know he thought that. Right. I thought maybe he was just banged up, and he just said, okay, I'm out. Because, Skip, think about okay. it, how close you are. Okay. I mean, think about it. Look what Tom did. Skip, Tom, when I did got he said, hold on, I'm nine catches. I'm 12 attempts away. I'm going to get this record, even though it, what? It's his own record. It's his own record. Yeah. He's like, but I want to go ahead and break. I'm going to get the record. LeBron's like, man, a scoring title at 37? Yeah. The likelihood of somebody ever winning another scoring title at 37 okay. is not very good. He's like, nah, but what am I doing this for? We okay. ain't going nowhere. I got it. But you did have that shot against Jen's Pelicans on a Sunday yeah. night at the Crypt. Yeah. You had a shot. They had to lead. Beating New Orleans in that game. You had a shot to get in the back, sort of back into the play-in. Yeah, right? yes, right? yes. And you didn't pull it off. And LeBron was not great in that game. All right. Here's back to today, to now. Look. 
this would be, you know, I don't even, this is Captain Obvious, but, but this would be an all-time great achievement to pass Kareem, just, just on the sheer longevity yeah. of it. Just scoring and scoring and scoring and staying healthy enough over 20 years to do this yeah. is, is highly impressive. Right. It's just obviously impressive. I just don't know, know why he has to keep selling the narrative of, eh, I, I, I won't feel right about it if we're not winning. Well, you have something to do with why you're not winning. Like he's part and parcel of it. And it keeps coming across like, I just don't have enough help. I'm stuck in a situation I can't get out of. And I don't think he is because it, it comes across, and you disagree with this, but it feels like give up speech to me. It feels like concession. Like I'm conceding we're not a very good team. But wait a second. You can be really good. I just saw you be really good. I, I think the thing, I don't think he's saying they're not a good, a really good team, but it's not good enough to be a really good team. I want to be a championship contending team. All right, but and you, that is you, the question. You've made the case you're even making the last two days on the show, maybe half kiddingly. Right. They got a shot, man. Yeah, they, baby, they, if they, they hey, can come back healthy and stay healthy. That's what I'm saying. But but if he does, they got a shot. Yeah. Because I like a lot of the pieces. I'm liking what I see from a Schroeder or but, a Thomas but, Bryant. But let me ask you a question. Are we going to get that? Because, Skip, you know come playoff time, you're going to have to get that consistently from a Schroeder. You're going to have to get that consistently <laughs> from a Thomas Bryant. Are, we, are, you, are they capable of giving you that come playoff time? Okay, you have fallen back in love with Russ and his energy and dynamic yeah. sort of hell-bent yeah, attack style. I've come to grips with what okay. he is. All right, and he, what he isn't. Yes. And yet, has LeBron, because LeBron did want him. LeBron and AD did campaign yeah. or push for or encourage management to please go get Russ, and by God, they went and got right. him. They paid a pretty premium price yeah. for him. And then last year, you were just flat out stuck with him because he was abominable. Right. But, but Darvin Ham, genius move, right. actually. Wait a second. What if I convince him he could win sixth man of the year coming off the bench? What, well, you know, Skip, I think that has a lot to do with Darvin Ham and the respect that Russ has for him. Because I'm sure Frankie V probably broached that subject Maybe, to him. Maybe, but he, I think he had little to no Little respect. to none. Okay, I agree. Darvin Ham is commanding in his physical presence in his presentation right. and the fact that he played in the league. Yep. Not a great player, but a good one. Right. And he knows of what he speaks. Frankie V did not play in the league, and I just think Russ had no respect. But, okay, so now you found the new Russ, the sixth man of the year, and I'm pretty sure he's running away with that award because he's putting up these crazy numbers. There are too many turnovers, obviously, and he is the worst three-point shooter in all of basketball. But speaking of that, Le LeBron keeps acting like, eh, I'm stuck, but but he's the one who's now shooting 29.6% from three. Well, well, he's somewhat culpable for this, and you can do better than that. You you can lift out of that. If right. you, that that ranks that's third from the bottom in the right. league, and Russ is at the bottom in the league. And those two factors are pretty big in why you're three games under 500. Well, Shaq was shooting 50% from the free throw right. line, but averaging 30, and nobody okay. said that he was a part of the problem. All right, but you knew coming in from his college days that he was a poor free throw shooter, yeah. so you just had to live with that. But he was so dominant on the boards and in the lane. Uh, the man, give, okay. the man give you 29, 8, and 7. Okay, but still, it's too many empty trips when you're shooting. I, th I think he now ranks he's around 20th in attempts, but, but he's 29.6. He's under 30% from three. It won't work. And then I'm going to bring it up just because he brings up the narrative of, gee, we're losing. 
I, I'm going to remind you because it seems like it's almost last season. But you remember that Indiana game? You yes. can't do that. It's a win. It's yes. in your lap. Yes. You're, you're ahead going to the fourth quarter, 93 to 84, and then you get up. I think you got up 17 mm-hmm. at one point with eight minutes left. I think you're up 17 points. Okay. Somebody has to take that home. LeBron in the fourth quarter scored four points, and he, he, he misses one three and yeah, he was like, two of eight. Yeah. He was two of eight. Okay, yeah. it wasn't good enough because you can't let that one slip away. Right. You got that one. You, you need there were to a couple of games. There were a couple okay. of games this year that he had All big right. leads. In the, right. the, the Celtics, they had the Celtics up down yeah. by 14 and let that one slip away. He lost in overtime. They lost in overtime, and LeBron missed the, the potential game winning three in regulation. Okay. So it's another one. You could have had it, probably should have had it. That game at Philadelphia, the team roared back because AD went berserk in that game, but he, does, he loves to play in Philly. And remember, they roared back in the fourth quarter and won at 37 to 27 to force overtime. But then in overtime, LeBron didn't score a point, and, and they lost 13 to 2. Remember, it, right. just, yeah. They, they, yeah. Yeah. They, they, it was like a miracle comeback. And then a no miracle overtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was there for the taking and LeBron or whoever, you know, whoever you want to blame it on. But but LeBron's the best player on the team and they couldn't take it. And then there was that Hornets game. The the Hornets aren't very good, obviously. And you can't blow that game. And LeBron had the ball and then he ran out of his sneaker. Remember at the end of the game and he he winds up like, "Uh oh, what am I going to do? And he flipped it to Schroeder in the corner and he missed the three. Okay. These are games that, that you let slip away. I just gave you four that were begging to be won by the Lakers, and you're now three games under 500, but you're only a couple of games out of the play-in. Right. Well, you've seen LeBron. He's been on a tear except for the three-point shooting, and yet there's one last game, that Miami game. That was the first time he said, gee, my DNA is to win. But remember, at Miami, Miami's not great. I watched their game last night. Jimmy Butler was tremendous. He made 23 out of 23 free throws, and they made all 40. 40. But they barely beat Oklahoma City in Miami. They didn't have Bam. If if Bam had played, I don't think they're making 40 of 40 free throws. But the the point is, remember, at Miami, they outshoot Miami from the floor, from three, and they out-rebound them. But LeBron had six turnovers. They had 24. Right, in the and the, the points off turnovers were 31 to 2. 31 to 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's another game. It was pretty much begging for you guys to win this game. But I like LeBron saying, look, and it, it, there's something about it like when you when you break a record or you yep. do something really good and it comes in a winning effort. You know, I remember when I well, broke sure. I, I broke Ozzy's record, we ended up losing to Cleveland. And it was just like it. Well, it, sure. It, I, I mean, I, I, we went, I went out to, we took the family out to East Hill, but it just like, I didn't really want to talk. Okay, I got it. LeBron is still highly capable of, of fixing this because if AD does come back and he was on a tear for a while, mm-hmm. boy, there, there's about three weeks there where whew, LeBron has been on a tear, again, except from three. And if, if they can keep this up with all those pieces that start to rise and shine, Austin Reeves is going to come back and Lonnie Walker is going to come right. back. I, I think they're – heck, they could make a run as much as any team. Yeah, but, you, but I, I just hate saying if. Because everything is contingent on what? If AD can stay healthy. Okay. But but you, you don't need to say, gee, I don't want to break the record because it doesn't feel right. Because No, I don't want to break the record, but I just want to make sure we win it. I want to okay. make sure that we're, we're building, going, building towards something. That lets you know. Okay. He, right. he ain't just about the records. All right. Well, you can't have a cold and miss a game, and you can't have yeah, you a can. sore ankle. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, you can. can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. No, yeah, you can. You can do that. Team needs you hey. because you can fix this winning problem, right? We're gonna win when I'm Skip. Okay. When I'm out there, do I not give you this effort? You see the effort I give. Who's Western Conference Player of the Week? Mm-hmm. That be me. 
35, 9, and 8. And on that day that that was announced, that award. My ankle flared up. At, in, and your ankle <laughs> flared up. And I'm like, poor LeBron. Boy, he can't get a break. Yeah, yeah I ain't gonna I think up. he did it because he rolled out of bed or something. Man, you know, know L.A., the, uh, Denver, man, the altitude, man, the swelling. You've been on plays. You know right. player, uh, air cabin pressure makes things swell. He probably <laughs> didn't wear his stocking that night. He so. might not have. Well, here we go. Kareem is in your sights. We got something for you tomorrow night, yeah. Luca. Luca? Hey, we'll do something I baby bird love baby bird. I do. I yeah. do. You're making baby sparrow. Da, da, da. I mean, <laughs> with, with LeBron, I got to find somebody. With LeBron, go. I got to find somebody to cheer on. <laughs> Well, I think you're riding the wrong horse on that. Luke, I got Luca, got Giannis. I'll yep. be straight. I'll be right. straight. Okay, I got Embiid. I got you. Did you see the poll? Mm. The uh, best player at that position, eighty-six mm. percent. Really? Put the joke. Really? Yes. Huh? Twelve. Joel Embiid got twelve percent. Did you see the record that <laughs> Joel Embiid set last night and, and played like twenty-four minutes and scored thirty-six points? Never been done before. He's a monster. Are you playing guy that my height? Huh? Okay. <laughs> Maybe. The generals. I thought the generals and Washington generals had disbanded. You think it's Detroit generals? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Think about that. K. Cunningham ain't there. <laughs> He's not. You make it seem like ben, he went to get against Ben Wallace and Rodman. Sadiq Bay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That midseason media survey you referred to, Shannon, that and the midseason grades all on NBA.com. Uh -huh. Good stuff there. Yeah. All right. Coming up, is Dak Prescott's legacy on the line against the Buccaneers Monday? Yes. <laughs> we'll explain. Coming up right here on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Dak Prescott, one and three in the playoffs. It is also yet to win a single game. Not one versus Tom Brady. According to the Dallas Morning News, the quote, narrative around Prescott may hang in the balance on Monday. That's when the Cowboys face off against the Bucks in the wild card round. Shannon, give us some perspective here. How important is this wild card game actually to Dak Prescott? Well, it's very important, Skip, uh, for all the reasons that Jen mentioned in the read. Uh, but Dak's career isn't over. Skip, you remember how Peyton Manning started off? He won back-to-back MVPs in 2003 through 2004. 
But at that point in time, before the Super Bowl run, he was 3-6 and six in the playoffs, and everybody called him like, oh, no, nah, bro, he can't get it done. I, I call him the greatest regular season quarterback ever with no postseason. And, 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 but yeah. it, took, it took later on. He won it in 2006, yep. uh, the Super Bowl, and then he went to Denver and won another Super Bowl, won another MVP, won two more MVPs in, uh, uh, in, in uh, Indy. With that being said, Skip, Dak's resume is not even close to what Peyton's was. Not close. But he definitely needs to win this because he's lost games at home. You look at 2016, Skip, he was at home. He had already gone to Lambeau and beaten the brace off Aaron Rodgers. And they were the ones. They were the one with, seed. With the bye. With the bye. Mm-hmm. He lost at home last year to Jimmy G. He did. So, Skip, he definitely needs to change the, the perception that he can't get it done in big moments. And so that's the only way to do that. But Dak is very, very fortunate, Skip. Dak happens to play in the NFC. Mm -hmm. And guess what? In the next few years, Aaron Rodgers is going to leave. Tom Brady is going to leave. If he was in the AFC, Patrick Mahomes, first rounder. Josh Allen, first rounder. Joe Burrow, first rounder. Trevor Lawrence, first rounder. Justin Herbert, first rounder. Lamar Jackson, first rounder. Tua, first rounder. The oldest guy on that list is Patrick Mahomes at 27. Mm. Now, this is what's going on in the NFC. Jalen Hurts, second rounder. Brock Purdy, last pick in the draft. (laughs) Kirk Cousins, fourth rounder. Tom Brady, sixth rounder. We know what he is, though. Mm. Daniel Jones, first rounder. Geno Smith, second rounder. Wow. Ash did well. <laughs> so I'm you impressed. see, hey, Skip, he better be glad he's in the yeah. NFC yeah. and not having to go through murderer's row with the oldest guy in the NFC in the playoff this year, the quarterback position, is Patrick Mahomes at 27. That is great perspective. <laughs> so, Skip, he's got to change this. The narrative is what it is. Now, you could say, oh, the media created this narrative. Nah, Dak Prescott is 1-3 in the playoffs. That's what he is. You could say whatever you want to say, whoever did it, he did it. Mm. Now, to this would go a long way in the takedown Tom Brady. Even though Tom Brady is 45, yep. as long as you got that pelt on your wall, mm-hmm. I don't care how I got that. I don't care. Totally agree. <laughs> so that's all I'm trying to do, Skip. I'm trying to change the appearance that I can't win big games in big moments. And this is a big game in a very big moment. There have never been this many eyes on a Monday night football game. Mm-hmm. And you're going up against the GOAT and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. If you take him down, you'll change a lot of the perception negatively mm-hmm. that looks at you, Dak. Agreed. Huge opportunity with potentially huge negative ramifications. As you know, I keep trying with all my might to love Dak Prescott mm-hmm. as my quarterback. And I love him and I love him not. And I love him and I love him not because he won't let me love him completely because it's just been too many games in a row yeah. with an interception yeah. or two interceptions. Yeah. You got to give him that platonic hug. Skip. You got to hug him to the side. You can't put him and embrace him. You got to hug him to the side. double arm. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> this is a huge opportunity because – you can right all the wrongs of this, these last four or five weeks. Yeah. It's really five weeks mm-hmm. where, where you have sort of spiraled down. And you do have a chance to beat the greatest quarterback ever yeah. at his place. And you do have a chance to win the first playoff road game since the 1992 NFC Championship game <laughs> at San years. Francisco. I was there in the front row. It, it wasn't a whole lot of Cowboy players alive back then. That is a fact. <laughs> This franchise, my franchise, the Dallas Cowboys, 0-7 against Tom Brady lifetime, and Dak is 0-3 against Tom Brady. Mm. 
He's won 35 playoff games, including seven Super Bowls in 10 tries. Hell, he's won more playoff games than any team. You got to yeah. go back. You got to probably look at the Steelers or some team that's been playing 100 damn years to have as many playoff wins as Tom Brady, who's been playing 23 years. Meanwhile, to your point, Dak has one solitary playoff win, and it came against Russell Wilson in Seattle, and it was a good one. Because yeah. they, were, they were riding high, and they were leading the league in rushing, so the defense rose and shone and held yeah. them under 100 yards yeah. that day. But, but Dak played pretty well in that game. He had a QBR 73, again, a scale 0 to 100. He threw for 226 and a touchdown, one pick, but he ran for that big third the down third play. Down. Yeah. And it was huge in the game <laughs> because it set the tone. He sort of Elway helicoptered. Right, right, the yeah. yeah. And then he, he took it in himself. And that was basically, it was 24 to 22 because Russ went down and scored a late yeah, touchdown, yeah. but he put it away with that touchdown. So right. you got to give him that one, that one. at Jerry. West. Yes. Then we have to go back to 2016, and that was his first playoff game. And to your point, they had beaten Aaron Rodgers right. at Lambeau. They had the one seed, they had the week off, and they started very poorly because they fell behind 21 to three. Yeah. 21 to three, but Dak fought back. He can be a warrior. You can say empty calorie warrior, but he can be a warrior nonetheless. Yeah. And he fought it all the way back to 31 all. And he wound up throwing for 302 in that game, three touchdowns, and one bad interception. It was to Dez, and he were on the wrong page, right. remember? They just went the wrong – whatever. But they almost overcame it, and it took two intergalactic field goals right. by Mason Crossbar. I've never seen anything like him. I, I didn't think either one of them had a prayer when it left his foot, <laughs> but both of them somehow sliced and hooked back in for the, the game-winning points. Okay, so – he, he, you'd have to say he actually played very well in that game yeah. in a losing effort. And then after they beat Russell Wilson, they come out here. Oh, the Rams. And they just got mm -hmm. run off the field at the yeah. Coliseum by the Rams. But, but I thought Dak played pretty well in that game. He played well late, Skip. I mean, the yeah. thing is, he needs to put – because you, you, you mentioned they fall behind 21-3. Yep. And if you look at it, he played well in, straight, in spurts. Yep. But he's got to put together a complete game. Well, as it you always say, did he get the ball? Yeah, he had the ball also. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So why were you down 21-3? Why were you down to Jimmy G, who you had home field, that was a home playoff game, and you found yourself down 23-7? I don't know. Good question. So at the Rams, they got – basically run off the field, but he had a QB. He had his best QB. He had 84. He threw for 266, a touchdown, no, no interceptions. They lost 30 to 22, and they kind of fought back and made it look a little more respectable than it probably should have looked. Yes. Because they gave up almost, was it? 300, 300 almost 300. Yeah, I think they yards. gave up 273 yards rushing because both backs were over, well just, over 100. Just ridiculous. And yet, they lost. And then came San Francisco, and, and it was just nightmarish. It was bad dad because yeah. the QBR was 32, and as you said, they were hopelessly behind. He kind of fought back in the end and made it look, as he often does, respectable. Okay. One and three is the bottom line. You That's are it. what your record says, says you, are. you are. You are one and three in the postseason. You've thrown six touchdowns to three interceptions. Right. You have three rushing touchdowns. Not bad. You're 61% completions. Not great. Right. That's who you are, right? and that's who you've been. So now you have a chance to go down there and beat the GOAT, and you're favored by two and a half points. Mm -hmm. And on paper, I keep looking at it and say, it's a mismatch. Yeah. You should win this game. You should. They're, they're not going to be able to rush you. I'm pretty sure. The one thing my line does the best to me, it pass blocks pretty yeah. well. We got the two potential future Hall of Famers. Right. And they're going to have to mix and match. Biotish, I think, will be back at center. But I, I will bet you he'll have time to throw. Yeah. You could argue he'll have too much time to throw to think twice, right. third, three, four, no, I'll right. throw it to him. Right. 
that secondary is very opportunistic and it's very shrewd operating. It's 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 a veteran secondary. Todd Bowles is one of the best defensive minds yep. in football. They will mix it up. They will mix you up. It, it, you're going to have time to throw into traps. That's what's going to happen right. here. Okay? Can you rise above that? Can you pick them to pieces? They're pickable because you're going to have time. Right. Okay? But remember the first game of the season, Devin White said we knew they were going to stick with the run. So we just played, we just played the he coverage. Did. So Cowboys, okay, your formula. Let's, let's see Zeke let's, uh, and Tony Pollard. It's early in his career. He's seven years, but he still has a ways to go. But it took Peyton Manning beat, beating Tom in a playoff game for him to finally get that monkey off his back. Okay, all those it. MVPs. Well, skip all the regular season wins. Skip, you remember they were going 13 and 3 and 14 and 2 damn near every year. I know, but I can't even begin to put Dak in no, the same he, conversation. He, he, I just can't. can't. I get I get your point, so, but I don't get this so at all. If you can't put if you can't put him in that credit, so that just goes to show you. You've got to win in the postseason in order to build your legacy. Okay. And yet you say only seven years, but you've also made the case. That's a large body of work. That's a sample size. Pretty big. Yeah, it is. Seven it years is. in. Yeah. Boy, it seems like yesterday he was a fourth-round pick. Skip, if he were to win this game, win a couple of games, yep. it would go a long Ooh, way would it? in changing the perspective well, of how people view it. become a made man. Yeah, you, man, you yeah, yeah. But if, to beat that guy. You got to beat that guy, though. If you go down there and you stink like you stunk at Washington or that you stunk on opening right. night against this same team, because yes. Jack stunk on opening night, right. he, and then he got yeah. hurt, obviously, at the end of the game. If you throw in another stinker here, whew, because, Skip, look at Nick Foles. Ooh. Nick Foles has pretty much stunk his entire career. <laughs> but he did something to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He did. Look at Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe Flacco, his playoff, his resume, he had to go through Tom. He did. He beat Tom twice in the playoffs in Tom's building. Really he beat good. Peyton. So we look at Joe Flacco, we look at his regular season like, but, but yeah, you remember what he did in the playoffs. You get him into the playoffs. It was a different story for Joe Flacco. But Joe Flacco is a made man in Baltimore to me. Like, he, he's going to get drinks bought for him. That run that he went on, he beat beat Andrew Luck. He went to Denver, beat he Peyton Manning. He did. He, he went to uh, 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 Foxborough and beat Tom Brady. Man, he threw a hail Flacco at Denver. Remember that? Yeah. Where was that? So, that's what you have to do, Dak. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you build – quarterback, you build your legacy in the postseason. This is it. And this is a legacy game just because you're playing that, that guy. Oh, yeah. But hey, to, to to put that that lack of a record, to put that head on your mantle, oh. to put that on the wall, Skip. Yeah. Whoo, boy! Everybody coming there and say, "Man, you hey, Tom Brady, you beat him." Hey, then you ask me, "Hey, Tom, can I get that jersey?" <laughs> hey, that's what you got to do. I beat him. I got to get his jersey, Skip. If I beat Tom Brady, I got to get hey, Tom. You ain't got to do it out here. Just go on and say, hey, just autograph that. I want the grass stains and all. Don't wash it up or nothing. Just go on and send that thing I, to I'm me. I'm afraid he, if he asks, he won't get a jersey. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Hey, yeah, just, you got to send word. Hey, hey, Dak want to know if he can get your jersey. He's going to do that one. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it on the field. Don't, 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 don't embarrass him like I that. Don't put him on the floor. I jersey exchange on the field. I need that on live uh, television no, 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 in no, prime no, time. If I'm Tom, I will scrap on the field. I'm ready for this next topic. Woo! My LSU guy, Joe Burrow, gentlemen, has he become the NFL's most clutch player? Let's discuss on the other side of this break. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Joe Burrow has led the Bengals back to the playoffs. Now one AFC player is calling Burrow the best fourth quarter quarterback in the NFL. The player's anonymous, but he also said Burrow does not get flustered and always gives his team a shot at winning the game. All right, Shannon, do you agree? No. Tyler Boyd, is that you? Is that T. Higgins or Jamar Chase? Wait, what? Wait, what of them that, saying that this? That was a little odd to me. Did you like, say that? Because normally, if you say that, you want to be on the record. You want to be on the record, Skip. Somebody from those guys would want to be on the record. Yes. I, I don't know why it'd be anonymous. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I think it's Patrick Mahomes, and I don't think it's close. Um, you look at what he's done in the playoffs. You see, he was down 24 to the Houston mm. Texans. We saw he was down by 10 to the uh, 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 the, the Tennessee Titans. And come back. We see he was down. What what he did to Buffalo last year, and he did it in such a fashion the NFL changed the rules to require everybody cuts the ball in overtime. Mm. Come on, Skip. Mm. That's all, Patrick Mahomes. Thirteen seconds. Go get him in field goal range, and then get the ball in, in overtime and take it right down the field. But this is why Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is thirteen and ten, Skip, when trailing by at least ten points. That's a five sixty five winning percentage. That's the best all-time and no one's close. Joe Burrow, in the same scenario, is 5-13. and 13. That's a 278. The GOAT, Tom Brady, is 42-68. and 68. That's a 382 winning percentage. Patrick Mahomes is the only quarterback that's 500 or better when trailing by 10 points. And he did it, Skip, in the Super Bowl midway through the fourth quarter. Can you get any bigger than that? Mm. No, you can't. He did that. Mm. Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, two uh, uh, fourth quarter comebacks, Joe Burrow, none. So, Skip, I, I, look, I, I get it. I'm not trying to take anything for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is unbelievable. But it's almost like we just forgot just how great because he's been doing it for so long. Skip, do you realize he's one win away in the playoffs from going to his fifth straight AFC championship game? That's what Patrick Mahomes, one win away, mm-hmm. five straight. Yep, I give you that. <laughs> but we're only talking about fourth quarters. Right? Yeah. Okay. Quick point on that Super Bowl that he was so great in at the end of the game. He did throw a late third-quarter interception and turned right around and threw an early fourth-quarter mm-hmm. interception and managed to climb out of it because Jimmy G kept throwing the ball back to the Kansas City. Was he down by yeah. 10? Midway through the fourth, yeah. was he down by 10? He was. Okay. All right. I got two issues operating here. The first one is, Joe Burrow, to me, has proven in a short time to be a little more clutch than Patrick Mahomes against Patrick Mahomes because he beat him all three times. Right. And this year, because I'm talking about right here, right now. Right. If we want to start going back in time, there's that guy down in Tampa, and you're not going to be able to compete if I start dredging up all the things that he's done. But right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Right now, let's start with the game this is Kansas City at Cincinnati this year. Yes. In the fourth quarter, I can just show you the numbers. Joe Burrow outplayed, excuse me, outplayed Patrick Mahomes because it was 
He threw for 80 yards in the fourth quarter to 45 for Patrick. And I'm not saying Patrick played poorly because he did not. He just got burrowed at Cincinnati because Joe Burrow beat him for a third time. And remember the play at the at the end of the uh, the game. Let me pull it out here. It's third and 11 at the Kansas City 28. And I'm thinking, well, just go ahead and take the field goal, but you're going to give Mahomes the, the ball back. Right. And, and he's going to have a shot at you. Right. And what did he do? Well, speaking of T. Higgins, if we could see this play, this is third and 11 at the 28, and he just goes for it, and he gets hit and throws a tight window throw to, to T. Higgins. And this is a big-time clutch throw to me. And that ended the football game because that allowed them to kneel because that went for 14 yards right. and a first down on third and 11. Okay, meanwhile, back at the ranch, this year, if we're just talking about this year, Patrick Mahomes, what happened at Indianapolis? Indianapolis is a bad football team, even though they had their moments. But how did the game end? Well, you got to win this one. You were able to dodge this and go on and, and capture the one seed. But if we could see the last throw at Indianapolis is Patrick Mahomes. With, you can see where the field goal line is. That's for a field goal. And it's a little bit of a careless, casual throw. And it gets tipped up into an interception. So he ends the game with an unclutched throw that's an interception. Stephon Gilmore gets a hand on it, and it gets popped up in the air, and that is the end of that story. Then you got a home game against Buffalo, your arch rival, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And how did that game end? I'll show you how it ended with yet another, I thought, a little bit like messy, awkward footwork and a little sidearm throw that was a bad idea, and it gets picked. And you ended a game that you could have won by throwing it to the Bills. But guess what, Skip? Okay. But also in the fourth quarter this year, he came back and beat the Chargers. Also in the fourth quarter this year, he came back and beat the Raiders. Yep. Also in the fourth quarter, he came back. So he has like four fourth quarter come from behind this year. He's 14-3. What, I mean, what? and we keep going back, and this anonymous player said, I would say he's the best quarterback, Joe. He doesn't get flustered at all, honestly. If the left guard doesn't get beat by Aaron Donald in the final minutes of the Super Bowl, I think they win. How many times in the history of the game have we ever said if this didn't happen, that would have happened? Yeah, it's easy I, I to did, say that. I did think he had a shot, but, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Okay? I got it. All right. So now in the biggest picture, there is still that guy who's 45 down in right. Tampa. And this is just me. If my life is on the line right here, right now, I'm just telling you I want the ball in his hands. If my life and the game is on the line with two minutes left, I want the ball in his hands because I, he is still the best at that kind of situation. Maybe it's not the entire fourth quarter that we're talking about, yeah. but I'm talking about late game, close game, clutch game. I, I want him to do it. Have we ever seen anybody do what he did against Buffalo? Have we ever seen anybody do what Patrick Mahomes did against Buffalo? Okay. And remember his first AFC championship game against Tom Brady, Skip. Brady took the lead. He had to go down like 50 yards yeah, and get in good. field goal range. It was good. And, and then, the only difference, Brady got the ball got the ball, got the ball in overtime, know, and he but, never saw it. But, but he had to convert three straight third and tens. Yeah. That's never happened before. Yeah. Third and tens? It's impossible. But I think the thing in the situation, I think it's easier in the fourth down because, like, you know now, Skip, you know what you're up against. You know if somebody – if I don't if I don't score here, that's Patrick Mahomes. I just watched him go right down the field. His last three possessions, he was touchdown, touchdown, field goal. Okay, I got it. I still say the closest thing I see of the young quarterbacks to Brady in sort of style of play, in, in the way they operate yeah, yeah. a quarterback, is Joe Burrow. But I still say – if you look at body of work, late game, close game work this year. It's not even close to Patrick Mahomes. Boy, I, Let's I, I, it's not close. Do you, do you remember this? You can, you can bash all you want on, on what happened in all the other games and other quarters. But think about what he did. 
He had no chance against New Orleans the first four times he played him. He got embarrassed by New Orleans. Yeah. So he goes down there in week two, and it's a three-all game midway fourth quarter. And he goes on an 80-yard, nine-play drive and then hits Bashard Perriman, who then got hurt, and he was gone for the rest of the year. But he hit him with a 28-yard, maybe he threw it across yeah. the field back to the yeah. far corner of the end zone. Oh, so you, okay. so you, so you won't break. So you done left, you done left Joe Burrow. You can't, okay. you can't. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. The, the, the guy who still does it at the highest level is number 12 down in no, Tampa. No, Skip, no, 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 okay. you can't say that because we saw against we saw against Pittsburgh, he didn't come through. We, we've seen it so many okay. times this but, year. But look at all the times he did come through. because This gets, year? Yeah, this year. Green but, Bay. Do you remember what happened? They lost. He, he goes, last three minutes, he goes 89 yards and 13 plays to give them a chance to go no, for no, two no, and no, top. Skip, no, 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 Skip. The, 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 the reason, no, you got to win it. You can't okay. give yourself a chance. You got right. to win it. Okay. So against Pittsburgh, he came up short. Against Green Bay, he came up short. All right, against the Rams, he did not come up short yes. because they were still the Rams at that point. Yes. They had Aaron Donald, and they had Jay Ram. And, he and goes, who was the quarterback? Tell me who the quarterback was. Okay. Well, well in, in that game? Yeah. Well, I can't remember who the quarterback was. Exactly. Okay. Was it Perkins, Matthew I think. Stafford? I think it was Perkins. I, I don't even remember. But the, the point was, with 44 seconds left against that defense that had won the Super Bowl the year before, 44 seconds left, he goes 60 yards in six plays to win at 16-13. to 13. And then against New Orleans again, again, it's a defense that is very difficult to deal with, especially for him. He's down 16-3 to three with five minutes left, and he goes 91-10. and 10, Then they get the ball back, and he goes 63-11 to win at 17 Is that the defense that just lost to uh, Sam Darnold, who you had a little no respect? That, 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 well, did you see what it did to Sam Darnold? Yeah, yeah. Did you see? They, won, they lost. He, he had, he, in the first half, wasn't he 5 of 15 for like four yards? Yeah. Right? And then somebody... He had a QBR of 15 in that game. So, so okay. in other words, the other quarterback, that's, that's Andy Dalton. Okay. That's who Tom Brady came back and beat, Andy Dalton, right? Okay. okay. And then what happened at Arizona? I know it was just Arizona, and it's got their they're playing like the four-string quarterback. Yeah, yeah. But he's down 16-6 to six in the fourth quarter, and here he comes. He did it again. He had 67 yards and seven plays for a touchdown. Then he goes on a field goal drive. And then in overtime, he goes 66 yards and nine plays for a field goal to walk it off and win it. Yeah. And then, obviously, against Carolina. Think of what he did against Carolina. They were riding high. They were riding hot high. Steve Wilkes, he had changed life in Carolina. And here they come, and, and he is down 21 to 10 in the fourth quarter. He goes 12 of 13 for 166 just in the fourth quarter, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And, obviously, he had the, the long-scoring drive that put the game away. And the point was, he was sensational in the fourth quarter of that game. Was, I'm sorry, he, he's still goading have, at 45. Have, have anybody been more sensational than Patrick Mahomes being down 24 nothing to Deshaun Watson, who at the time was at the peak of his powers? Not the Deshaun Watson we see today. We're talking about Deshaun Watson at the peak of his powers. Okay. He's down 24 nothing. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, okay. who was at the peak of his powers, down 10 nothing with uh, 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 Derrick Henry running okay. the football. Well, are we doing body of work like career work no, but, but they say, well, if you, okay. if you, first of all, if you take this year, ain't nobody got more come from behind of the guys that we're talking about, Burrow, Brady, than Mahomes. I think Brady does. No. I, I, this, this eclipses what Patrick's done. No. Yeah. Well, it did, I just, and, I just and he detailed did, it. He did that against uh, uh, Justin Herbert. Huh. You beat, you beat uh, uh, who you beat, Andy Dalton? Mm. You beat uh, uh, Perkins? Mm. Huh? The only oh, great Perkins I know is Marlon Perkins. You right. remember him, Wild Kingdom? Do I? Yeah, Marlon Perkins wrestled that. Anaconda like they got him, though. I'm more afraid of Brady than Florida alligators. That's nah. What I am. Hey, you better be afraid. You better. You better. Hey, uh, my homeboy. When he goes psycho Tom. The guy with the little squeaks. What's Brady's record against Mahomes? Oh, yeah, he's beating him. Uh, yeah, he, 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 he beat him first of all. Times. Beating him in all three playoff games. No, 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 no. no. You beat uh. him. 
You beat us twice. Mm. We we three we we I think we three and three because we beat you at your place. Mm. Remember we, we just we, we just level dropped forty one on your head. Mm. Threw for four hundred on you a couple of years ago, mm. and then all my linemen get down and you beat me. And then you were bragging that I had to go back down there and do it to you again. Mm. Do it to you one more time. Joe Burrow keeps never dropping been. dubs right on Patrick's skull. Well, he better drop some Super Bowls from MVP. Guess what? We about to drop on your head again at the honors. Uh, really? MVP. Okay. Again. Yeah. That belongs to Jalen Hurts. Don't do that, Skip. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, Skip. Look. I'm doing it. Joe Burrow is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, but he just so happens to be a year younger than my homeboy, mm-hmm. who's at the peak of his powers. Mm-hmm. The way he is. But the guy who's still at the peak of his two-minute powers is that magic man down in Tampa. Well, well, I'm you, afraid I'm going to see it on Monday well, night. Well, you got to get him to two minutes, though, Skip. You got to get him to two minutes. I will <laughs> buy that. I agree with that. But once you do, look out. Well, that, well, that's on that. Mm. I mean, you, that's your guy. Okay. You told me that was the guy. You told me just a couple of weeks ago, you got nine confidence in I it. I do, and I still kind of do. <laughs> no, you kind of see what I you kinda say. Do. You kind of do. <laughs> I, I don't know what nine kind of is. Well, how about Cooper Rush on Monday night? Really? Try it. Really, Skip? Maybe we could try it. This man talking about Cooper Rush. <laughs> Guys, I know this. Those young gun quarterbacks in yeah. the AFC sure are exciting. <laughs> yeah. There are so many to watch. All right, speaking of young gun QBs, Lamar Jackson. Gentlemen, what should he think about his teammates' new historic contract? Mm. Lamar was the first thing I thought of when I saw this news yep. yesterday. We'll dive in on the other side of this break. Okay, so the Ravens still have yet to strike a deal with Lamar Jackson. However, they have agreed on a historic deal with linebacker Roquan Smith. This is a five-year extension worth $100 million. That makes Roquan the highest-paid linebacker in the NFL. All right, Shannon, how are you thinking Lamar's feeling about this? He happy for him. He got paid. He said, Ravens, I see y'all got money up there, huh? So I'm going to need some of that, too. But I'm going to need that $100 million that y'all gave him in total. Mm. I'm going to need you to add another $30 million to that. That's going to give me that in the signing bonus. And then I'm going to need probably like another $100 million, uh, over the next four years. Mm-hmm. So y'all going to have to give me uh, four years, $200 million. I'm going to need it fully guaranteed. <laughs> Happy for him. I mean, he tweeted, Unk just snapped. Gavin got a bag of what, money in the rocket takeoff. Time out. I thought it was only one um, <laughs> right? Yeah, they, 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 they try to get my name away, Skip. But I just, I guess he, he's, the, he's the, the veteran uh, of the bunch he, right now. He's the unk of their team. Yeah, he exactly. Yep. So, Skip, look, this should have no bearing mm. on what Lamar Jackson gets from the Ravens. But it does free up an opportunity for them to slap <laughs> the tag on him. He's not going to be happy about that. No. There's a great chance they put a tag on him. Lamar Jackson might not even show up, Skip, until uh, you get to – when you get to – you have to sign it by X amount. I don't or know. Or uh, then you can't right. negotiate the line to Whatever open. it is. is He's not sure. He is. probably won't even show up. He probably won't show up to the first game of the season. This is shaping up to be something bad. Bad. This is shaping up to be something really, really bad. Well, hey, you know what? You know what? How about this here, Skip? Since y'all don't want Lamar, how about y'all go ahead and trade Lamar uh, to Chicago for uh, Justin Fields, mm-hmm. but you're still gonna run into the problem at some point in time. You have to pay somebody. Mm-hmm. Raven, I, I don't know. You're gonna have to pay somebody, and you see where this is headed. There's no way around it. Y'all don't want to pay. Well, we don't want to pay this much, and and the, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow about to get extensions. Now you about to see what their teams. Now you about to see how much they think of these players. Mm-hmm. And it ain't gonna be skip. What has happened? This is what happened, Skip. 
Tom Brady messed it up for a lot of guys because he took less than market value. He did. And everybody thinks Patrick Mahomes signed this half a billion dollar deal. It's team friendly. It's very team friendly. Yep. They automatically assume if what teams try to do, if you don't give them a discount or sign a, or sign a team friendly deal, they label you, he don't care about winning. No. My job is to get to win and for you to pay me for my services. Yep. Don't worry about me giving you a discount. Yeah. Tom Brady gave the Patriots a discount, and at the end of the day, Skip, they still showed him the, showed him the door. Mm -hmm. All that he had done, all those years of taking $5, $10 million less than what the market would bear, and they still, at the end of the day, didn't appreciate what he had done for him and say, okay, thank you, Tom, bye. But isn't that how it always was? Yeah, well, well, get, get, show me the door, bye, yeah. but I'm going to get maximum money before you show me the door. Okay. I hear everything you just said. It's not just bad. It's it's getting ugly. Yeah, it is. This felt like a tweak, an in-your-face tweak of, well, we're going to go ahead and give our new best defensive player. We're going to take care of him. Yes. And we're going to make it very public on the eve of our playoff game at Cincinnati. It just felt like a little bit of a shot at Lamar. And if I were in Lamar's shoes or cleats, I would not love this even though it's no threat to him. It's, right. they, they got the, if they want to do it, they're, they're capable of paying Lamar what he's asking for. Yes. I still have a, a, a shaky feeling about where this is heading. Uh, it's, it's not headed no. in a good direction. And I'm going to repeat what I reported on my podcast like two months ago. I heard from a player I've known for a long time in that locker room that Lamar was effectively holding in. He was coming, but he was holding out while holding in. Right. You know, he was there, but holding out psychologically where he wasn't happily participating in meetings or sessions or practice. He'd be a little bit late to practice. And again, I am not for one second condemning him for any of it because right. they started it and he yes. finished it. Yes. And yet he said, I'll come. And when it's game day, I'm going to give you all. Yes. I'll give you every last ounce of me because that night against Brady on that Thursday night, yeah. he was really good. Right. And then he did hurt his knee, and I'm not sure how badly it's hurt, but it doesn't even matter. Shannon Sharp says, okay, now that there's any threat at all to this, you're done, yeah. young man. You yeah. are out mm -hmm. because they're saying no, so now you need to say no back to Absolutely. them. There was that he, – he tweeted at somebody on Twitter. Remember, it got profaned. Yeah. Remember, it yeah. was after, right after that game. Mm -hmm. And I think Steve Bashotti did not love that his franchise quarterback would display language like right. that on Twitter, and he took it down. And you remember he, went, he got the sign. Remember they passed him the sign down like yeah. pay Lamar. And he loved it. Yeah. He yeah. loved it because – He ended up signing it. Yes, he signed it for him, and he should have. Yeah. I, I got it. This is killing him. Because he feels like he died for the Ravens' yeah. cause, quote unquote. Yeah. Because listen, w when I say somebody is a baller, he is a baller to yeah. me. He plays when I, when I watch his body language, it's baller language right. to me because he plays heart and soul yeah. football. He, he's not he's not shortchanging. No, no. So this notion where the team is painted, Skip, yeah. if you don't give me a discount, you don't care about winning. If I'm a player, it says, well, if you don't pay me, you don't care about winning because nobody affects the bottom line of winning more than the quarterback. Nobody. 
and I've won as many games as anybody. As Pat, you go look at the win-loss record since I've become a starter, and Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, any other quarterback that's been a starter, yeah. and my record rivals theirs. He does. He's not decorated in the postseason, no, no. but he did win the he, one. He, he, did, he won an MVP. He, he won and, an and MVP. They pay, and they all you need to know is he won an MVP. And they paying all these other quarterbacks that didn't win no MVP. Yeah. He said, well, I want, my, I want my slice of the cake. He won it in his second year. Yes. It's hard to do, man. Yeah. It's just hard to do. And you can't tell me he can't throw the football because you, if you're going to win MVP, you've got to throw the he football. He went 36 and 6. Woo. 36 touchdowns, 6 picks. Did he lead? Yeah, he led the league in touchdown passes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he can throw the football. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I think they are afraid of the five-year commitment because they think that he does run some to sort of complement his passing skills. Okay. And it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I think they're thinking, man, we can't trust that he's going to stay healthy. He did. He got an ankle injury down the stretch last year right. that, that cost them a little bit. Right. And now he's got this whatever this knee issue is. Well, th- they're just saying, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm with you. At some point, you just need to pull the plug on this. Right. If, if you're not sold, then go somewhere else right. and go, go get Justin Fields. Right. Go, I don't know. Go get whoever you want to get. But here's the thing, though, Skip. What the hell was I when you drafted me? I was a running quarterback when you drafted me. So now all of a sudden, you're going to say, oh, you used that again. You didn't have no problem when I was winning your MVPs. No. I win your division titles. I was winning your playoff games. My running, my style didn't bother you one bit. But when it comes time for me to go to the bank, now all of a sudden, <laughs> the eagle crying, you squeezing the dollar so tight. That is correct. Give me my money. Yep. I got it. I'm feeling and sensing an undercurrent of animosity. Of course. Going back and forth of between course. management and Lamar. Yes, right? I, I agree. Animosity. I, I agree. Lamar wants his money. He's yeah. like, I've gone out here. I've done what I was supposed to do. It's not like I've underperformed. I've, I've, been, I've done better than anybody thought I would. There were a lot of people thought I should move to wide receiver. Not only did that, was I not moving there, I won an MVP. Yep. I won a playoff game. Okay, so the final point here, and you and I have agreed on this from the start, it's not the smartest idea or the wisest idea to have your mom represent you or you sort of represent nah. yourself. Because the animosity is going to detonate faster because you're going to have to sit in on negotiation meetings in which they're going to tell you what they don't like about yeah, you. And it's, it's hard to take. It, it's one thing for you to say, I, I bet they're saying yeah. something bad about me. But it's something entirely different to hear them sitting across the table from you saying bad about you to your face. Damn, you said that about Yeah. I'm, you do know I'm sitting here, right? Yeah. And you're talking about I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this better than that. I can't do that. That's exactly right. It's quicker to alienate the player. So he's like, yeah. Boy, they don't respect and, and you. Need, and you need the agent to buffer you. He ain't going to tell no. you everything no. because he already knows. If he's been your agent for any length of time, he knows what's going to set you off. He knows the trigger. <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to be a buffer and not tell you everything that they said. Mm. I think we can get them there. You know, they, 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 they've been talking real positive. Mm. No, they've been giving you nothing but negativity. But that's his job yep. is to smooth, that, smooth the concrete out. Okay. So there's no, no, no bumps, no ridges, anything. It's just smooth pavement. But it's not looking good, Skip. I hate to see this. It's and not you, looking good. You know good. what I think of the organization you played for? It's it's at the top. Yeah. It, it's it's an organization that has class and character and dignity and tradition right. and play like a raven. You know it. Yes. You did it. Absolutely. And for it to come to this mm-hmm. with this guy, whew. You're not winning without a quarterback. Yeah. You, if you think you can just go in the draft and just get one and just, oh, yeah, we get, okay, okay. Sometimes you don't realize what you got until it's gone. Yeah. You don't realize how good something is until you don't have it That's anymore. Correct. And yet, I'm sure Lamar said, "Good for Unc or Roquan." Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And then the next thought, he's thinking, "God, 
They're, they're sticking it to me, man. No, no, don't worry about it. Showing me up. Don't worry about it. I appreciate it because you had opportunities. Yep. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been this expensive. Skip, you know how to – if you'd have brought something two years ago, it's not nearly as expensive as it is right now. Mm-mm. I look back and say, damn. Could have bought that. I could have bought that that uh that Patek Philippe, fifty nine eighty. I said it was a hundred and five thousand dollars, Skip. I could have got it. Mm. Now they want a quarter of a meal for it. Mm. I said, well, you know what? <laughs> you see, I still can tell time with this. Might get me an Apple Watch and tell time. I can't pay a quarter of a meal for a watch, Skip. I just can't do it. I but, don't blame you. But that, but that's what he's saying. He's like, Skip, after my third year, if I win the MVP after my second year, I win a playoff game after my third year. What else do I need to do for you to give me some money? That's a good question. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. And his mama it. thinking the same thing. Like, baby, I, I don't know if they feel them. I know what they're telling you publicly, but they 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 check, they they bank my bank account don't say they, they love me. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's gotta make dollars and make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ravens heading to the Bengals Sunday night for that mm. wild card showdown, guys. And Although Lamar hasn't been ruled out, certainly optimism is dwindling. He ain't ruled in. I'm about ruling out. He ain't ruled in. All right. You know who was ruled in, Shannon? Steph Curry. Should Warriors Uh fans be encouraged or discouraged with his return last night? Let's unpack this one when we come back on FS1. Curry returned from that shoulder injury last night. He put up 24 points. Not enough, though. The Warriors end up falling 125-113 at home to the Suns. Golden State now 20-21 and on the season. They sit at eighth in the West. Still plenty of time left, though. Shannon, do you think the Warriors are legitimate threats in the West? Well, not if they can't win any games on the, on the road, Skip. I mean, and, and now all of a sudden they were struggling, they're struggling at home. I think they lost their last three at home. Um, Everybody expected Steph Skip to come back and be a little rusty. Uh, he's been out 11 games, so obviously his shooting touch was off. He did score 24 points, but it took him 21, 22 shots to get yep. those points. Uh, and so I'm not surprised that he was a little bit, he was a little rusty. But it's not a good look when you come back with that lineup and the uh, the Suns are without D Book, they're without Aiton, they're without Chris uh, uh, CP3, they're without uh, Cameron Johnson, they're without Campaign, and they still beat you by 12. What? That's that's not a good look. Now Skip. There is no, as we talked about earlier, there is no, no mythological team that's in the West. The teams are really evenly matched, and on any given Sunday, yep. any given night, you can get beat. But the, the fear factor that the Warriors used to possess is no longer there. Mm. Now, who knows if they can get it back? Clay shot the ball really well last night. It seems to be he's running, but he's 10 to 24, 6 to 14. He had 29 points. Uh, but they didn't shoot the ball well. They were less than 39% shooting the, uh, the ball. It was 18 of 48. But I'm not liking what I see. They don't see that. Obviously, Steph going out hurt them. But even when Steph was there, Skip, they couldn't win on the road. Could not. They could, they could, they, I mean, you look at their record. They have one of the, one of the worst win-loss records on the road of any defending champ mm-hmm. in, the, in the modern era. Three and 16. So, no, this is not the same team. They got their work cut out for them. But like I said... Denver are not world beaters. The Clippers, whomever's in the West, nobody's a world beater. Mm-mm. So at the end of the day, it's still, it's still a toss-up. I give you no world beaters, but something is amiss with the defending champs. Okay. Something is wrong in San Francisco. I keep watching and waiting for them to detonate and take off. 
they still have time, although I saw this quote from Steph. We, we still have 41 games to figure it out, and it hit me. Wait a second. They're halfway. Halfway. They're halfway. Yep. What is going on here? Because you're a game under 500, and you're the defending champ. Mm-hmm. It started with the preseason incident, the punch thrown by Draymond at Jordan Poole. Right. And I think it rocked his jaw and it rocked this basketball team. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure they ever quite sort of psychologically recovered because they weren't a team that fought each other. They they weren't a team built on infighting and outfighting. And, you you know, they're a finesse basketball team. They're not a bunch of guys swinging at each other or other rivals. So it starts there. And then I I start looking at the overall stats. You, You realize... They rank 17th in defensive efficiency. Well, when they're good, they're first. They, they're top five defensive yeah, reality. Right? Yes. Last year, I think they were close to yeah, one. Yes. They weren't yep. one. Would you believe they're also 17th in offensive efficiency? So they're not shooting the ball the way they used to shoot the ball. Nope. And I believe if you step back from this, you, you look, not Steph, but, but I think – I think Clay is a little bit on the downside. He's a little he's at the end of his prime but past his his the heart of his prime. Okay. And then you you look at Draymond. I I just don't think he's the same player he used to be and he was little to no impact last night. You can see he was one of five. He he'll get you your 12 rebounds. That's nice. Six assists, okay, but he scored five points and, and it's just it's not enough offensive impact. Mm-hmm. He he's lost some. Looney is not quite the force that he was. They're, they're just, they, they feel like they're on the downside and the kids can't rise up no. and, and lift them quite no. yet. So I look at Steph, and yeah, he's rusty, so you know, I'm, I'm not expecting much, but, but he was a minus 19, which was a game worst. Yeah. Uh, okay. But they had, Skip, they had several opportunities they to, uh, to, to blow that, to get right back in that I, game. I watched. And Steph I, I missed like three threes in a row. And Jordan Poole was actually making them. Yeah, Jordan Poole, but, he but, got going, yeah. But Steph actually in the fourth quarter did get going in the big, in the grand scheme he, of things because yeah. he scored 16. What, 16 in the fourth. Mm-hmm. That'll work, but nobody else did much of anything. So the, the, the point is, like last night, Steph is averaging a career-high 6.4 rebounds, and he got one last night. And is that rusty, or you just can't get back in the swing of things? Right. So, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me, even though I respect and fear Steph Curry. And they still have time to, to become a contender, but it just feels like they slipped over the edge. Yeah. It, it feels like they, they sort of are getting old right before your very eyes, where I, I don't fear them anymore, to right. your point. Yeah, they, Skip, they only had four players to score. I mean, yep. Steph Curry gave you 16 on 5 of 12. Jordan Poole gave you 13 on 5 of 8. Yep. And then Andrew Wiggins gave you two, and then Clay Thompson gave you three. Okay, and this is against a lineup featuring Torrey Craig, Sarich, Biombo. Dwayne Washington Jr. and and Bridges yeah. is still a good player, but that's that's what they're playing. They're they're playing Jock Londale. Londale, a lot of men's yeah. Damian Lee, who used to be a warrior. Yes, Steph Curry, brother. Is yep, and Okogie is playing big minutes. So yeah. so again, it, it, it's pretty pathetic. And, and you you basically you you fell behind by twenty seven points yes. until you made your late run. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. That, I, I, that's I that's know. not good. Okay. Is Steph still what? What is he? Thirty four now. Thirty four. Okay. 
Is he still capable at 34 of lifting the whole show up? I believe he is. I believe he is too. Yep. But I don't. But even if he is, I just don't know if that's enough now. I don't unless either. these other guys start to play better around him. Now they need Jordan Poole to string together some games like he had last night, and yep. we know he can get it going, Skip. He, yep. he, hey, he, he's microwave. You just I, hey, I got ding, he's ready. But right here, right now. If in a vacuum, I took this Golden State team as is against that Boston team that they beat in the finals. If we if we played a seven game series right now, oh, they get biggest swept. I think they get swept. Seriously, yeah. I yeah. think Boston will win all four. Yeah, because Boston is just they're coming of age. Yeah. Right, they weren't quite ready. Tatum and Brown is on, they're playing on a different level. Okay. They right. took it personally, and they should have. They took okay. it personal right. last year, but they they were not ready for that last no. year, no. last last no. summer. Nope. Okay. Suns, Clippers, and Kings right ahead of the Warriors in the standings, guys. So there is time, but there's also a lot of work to do if Steph and crew want to get this train back on the tracks. All right, back to the football. Did the Giants just give the Vikings bulletin board material? That is never a good idea. We'll explain what happened in just a moment. Giants getting ready to face off against the Vikings in this weekend's wild card round. It's going to be a rematch of their Week 16 game that Minnesota won with a 61-yarder walk-off field goal. Ahead of this week's game, Giants starting offensive lineman Nick Gates said he was surprised by the Viking fans because, quote, I thought it would be louder. Oh, Nick, no, 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 no. Never a good idea to say this stuff. Shannon. What impact do you think those comments are going to have on this game? None. He's an offensive lineman, and I've never heard of Nick Gates. Now, if that was if, Skip, if that was uh, Zach Martin, that was Trent Williams talking. But normally, good linemen don't talk. The Bronco linemen never talk. They had a pack. <laughs> they didn't even talk to the media. <laughs> they at didn't all. Talk, talk to the media at all. They got fined all the time for talking. <laughs> Jo, one of the best linemen I've ever played with. I never heard him talk do anything. Jonathan Ogden. Jonathan Ogden. Yep. Skip. Okay, what difference does it make? Mm. I didn't know MetLife. When did MetLife turn into Arrowhead? Or when the 12th man up in Seattle or Mile High? Yeah. So who cares? You lost. Okay, so why'd you lose the game then? Since the crowd wasn't a problem, the issue, what was it? It was the team on the field. And that's what it always comes down to, mm-hmm. the teams on the field. Yeah, you like to have your crowd yelling and screaming and carrying on. Yep. But, bruh. Just block. Just do your job. And hopefully you come out of there with a victory. But I'm not listening to what no lineman have to say. Who cares what he has to say? But I tell you what, I bet the Vikings fans are going to make sure it's loud now. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the point. Shannon Sharp, I guarantee you, as we speak, talk radio in Minneapolis is on fire right. with whoever the hell Nick Gates is. Yeah. I'm with you. I didn't know of him because he was undrafted out of Nebraska. But he's been around there for a while. Now he's the starting center for the Giants. Well, if he, uh, well, how loud was his crowd in Nebraska? If he played in the 90s, it was really loud. The last decade, the crowd in Nebraska hadn't been that loud. Because they done fired by five coaches. Okay, that is correct. So he said, I, I've been to games up there before, and it can get very loud. Yeah. But, but the, not, not lately, yeah, because when, they have anything to when, scream about. When they had Dr. Tom. <laughs> that is correct. Or back to Devaney. Yeah, yeah, okay. That, Lord have mercy. All right, so this man, Nick Gates, is saying, I, I don't know what possessed him to say this. I don't know what possessed the media to, to talk to Nick Gates in the first right. place. But he's just sort of spilling. He's just talking like he's talking to his buddy or something. You know, like, <laughs> hey, I, I thought especially when our offense is out there, it would be a lot louder. But, you know, they're Midwest people. They're too nice. I can say it because I went to Nebraska. I went to Nebraska. I include myself in that one. Uh, you just stepped in it. Because you just detonated an indoor arena where back in the day, 
back in the Metrodome days. Mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, I thought because I covered a bunch of games yes. up there. Yes, I thought I played it got a bunch as, up there. Hey, I, I I thought it got as loud as as any place in the league. I think what's given they tampered it down because they say they were piping noise in. Yep. So I, I think that kind of kind of uh, silenced it a I little know, bit. When they start blowing that the horn. horn. Ooh, ooh, I know. And, and they just go nuts. Skip, the Giants well, haven't made a playoff since 2016. Okay. And your first time since 2016, you ask an offensive lineman a question, and this is what he spits and, out. And he's going to provoke the, the whole town. They're, they're going to be up in arms about this, and they're going to say, we're going to show you nice, and we're going to show you loud. And they're too quiet. They're, what are you talking about? So you, you got enough problems on top of this. Right. So the game was 27 to 24. And it was a close game. Yeah. And, by the way, Danny Dimes played some good football he in that did. game because he threw for 334. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins was okay at 299, threw for three touchdowns, no interceptions. But the point was Danny Dimes threw it to them one time and they lost a fumble. So it was two turnovers to none, but it was 27 to 24. You need to walk quietly in there. Right. You need to sneak back up on them right. because – you're actually playing a little better football at a little higher level, I think, than they are. I agree. But but this really concerns me because I was going to pick the Giants to win this game, and now I'm uncertain of that because not, of this quote. I, even though the, the Vikings, their defense leaves a lot to be desired, uh, I think their offense can put the points on the board, and I think it'll be another close game. But uh, I, I ain't going with the Giants. I ain't going – no team, the offensive lineman, all of a sudden becomes the spokesman. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay, well, I, I got that. <laughs> You know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. Yes. Under-talented, overachiever. Yes. And I read the, uh, the story where he was talking about O'Connell, the new coach, is, is so, um, so positive. Yeah. And I, I did see, I, I was watching uh, Lincoln Riley, my old friend, uh, on the pregame show the other night out here on ESPN yeah. ahead of the championship game. And he was talking about the, the, the essence of, of coaching the quarterback is, is just making him feel confident. Right. And I think that's what Kevin O'Connell has done with, with Kirk Cousins. Yes. Is you you got to build him back up yes. because he's fragile. Right. He's fragile physically in the pocket because he, he just looks like a scarecrow. I, I think the thing is, Skip, you have to build him back up because he wasn't wanted in Washington. Yep. Sam didn't love him in Minnesota. Nope. So you got a guy that comes in and is like, bro, we're going to go as far as you take us. We're our guy. We're going to put the system. We need you to do they yada, did. yada, yada. Yep. And so you're right, absolutely right. That's why, Skip, if you notice, coaches are very, very – unless you're Coach Belichick, they don't even yell. Yep. They don't Belichick's talk in the opposite of opposite that. Unfortunately for him, he had that he had Tom, round Yeah, Tom, yep. Tom Brady was is maybe the great compartmentalizer of all time. Yep. To be able to be able to, to be as accomplished as he is yep. and to hear one guy telling me that I ain't did boo-hoo yep. and then, oh, this, this is not open-heart surgery. Huh? Do you know what you were before I came here? Yeah. Do you know what type of coach you were? He, you was, about, he was under 500. Yeah, yeah, so... so I would have been just fine. I would have been better without you than you would have been without me. Okay. I got it. So he has built back up Kirk Cousins. Yes. And he's gotten some big mileage out of it. Yes. My problem with Kirk Cousins is when you need to trust him most, you right. can trust him least. Yes. So this is the kind of game. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is the one where they get through it. But he has a stud receiver. He has, you yeah. can argue, the best receiver. Yeah, he got uh, an Osborne. Played really well last time they played the Giants. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Thielen, when you least expect it. Yeah. Hawkinson, yeah. when you least expect it. And they, and they, they got, got Dalvin Cook. And they got Dalvin so Cook. So, the, Skip, the thing is with Kirk Cousins is that he has to find a way to play in the middle. Yep. He's either here or here. Yep. And all in the middle is just is untapped. Yep. By the way, against the Giants, Hawkinson, that they stole from Detroit. I still don't get that one, but 
Well, Detroit he had two did touchdowns, find, right? The, well, he they threw him 16 balls and he got 13 for 109 and two touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. And Justin Jefferson had 12 for 133 and another touchdown. Yeah. Okay. So I still don't trust Kirk Cousins, even in a game <laughs> of this magnitude, which is not huge magnitude. Right. Usually it'd be the next game. Right. But I, I can, just, can they can they rattle him? Because we saw what Dallas did to start the game. Michael got to him. He fumbled the ball, and boom, they didn't look back. We saw what uh, somebody, they just lost another game. They got the Braves beat off them. Yep. Um, They've had oh, seven. Green Bay. When, when they lose, they yeah, lose. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yep. Cousins plays, he'll throw for 400 yards like he did against Buffalo, yep. or he'll look just god-awful. Mm-hmm. He will. I don't know. I just think the Giants are playing at a little higher level. They are level. playing well. And, and again, no offense to Nick Gates. I mean, I got nothing against him because I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but you can't do this. You know and I know. Th- this isn't provoking the Vikings. It's provoking the, the, the Vikings fa- fans. Right, right. That's the problem. The one that controls the noise. Yeah, right. Because the back and forth between the players, as you always say, once you kick it off, I, everybody I, forgets. I, I forget what okay. you're saying. All right. But I remember once we win this game, though. Yeah, there you go. Giants and Vikings kicking off Sunday, 4.30 only on Fox, guys. Oof. All right, let's talk about another wild card matchup. Can we trade that game for the Cowboys? San Diego, Diego, listen to me. L.A. Chargers picking up steam heading into the playoffs, you think, guys? We'll explain Uh, why that might be the case coming up next. The Chargers have now become two-and-a-half-point road favorites over the Jaguars. That, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. The Chargers initially only a one-and-a-half-point favorite before the line moved in their favor in the past 24 hours. Shannon, does this surprise you? Um, very much so. Especially given how well the Jags have played the last nine games. Skipped their nine and two. And early in the year, week three, remember, they came out here and did a demolition job on the Chargers. 38 to 10. 38. Trevor Lawrence, 250 passing yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. Now, they did play that game. The Chargers played that game without Keenan Allen. Yep. And Justin Herbert was dealing with a, a rib injury. Mm-hmm. But combined with the Jags uh, 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 playing so well, five-game win streak, mm-hmm. I, I think the Jags going to win a close one, close one. I love the way they're playing. Now, Mike Williams got nicked. Last yeah, game. They, they said it was only bruised as opposed to actually injured, you okay. know, like some internal back injury, yeah. but it's his back. Yeah. Bad back bruise. You, all I know is receivers fall down an awful lot. <laughs> they jump up in there, they catch the ball, they fall down on the back. That is a fact. <laughs> so, so if it's it, him falling down is not going to help it, Skip. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens in this ball game, Trevor Lawrence has checked every box in year two. He's what everybody thought he would be coming into the draft last year. He's checked it. He's, he, he's big time, Skip. Big got big time arm can make every throw. Got great legs. I got nothing to say. I picked the Chargers early in the year. That was one of my original Super Bowl picks. It was, but it's just something about them, man. It's just they they always find themselves in these close games. Yep. And their defense is not what I thought it was going to be. Mm. And I know Bosa missed about 12, 13 games this year, Skip. But I thought the defense would be more suffocating than what it is. And it just so I'm I, I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards the Jags. Mm. Likewise, which is why I am dumbfounded that this point spread is going the opposite yeah. direction. I was dumbfounded, or I'm just shocked, actually, that, wait a minute, Jacksonville's not favored in this game? Because I thought Jacksonville would be a three-point favorite. I, I did, too, Skip. I did, too. Okay. To your point, they have arrived right before your very eyes. Yes. 
Maybe I'm a prisoner of what they did to my Dallas Cowboys, but that day I, I saw a buzzsaw. Well, That's Skip, they won five straight. I mean, I they've been doing it to a lot of they've people. They've been doing it, and then they did it to Tennessee. I'll, I'll be it against Joshua Dobbs. But the, they, well, they, they beat him. They beat him with uh, Allen the first time. I mean, uh, Tannehill, if I'm they not did. mistaken, the oh, first time. They beat him. They've beaten a lot of people. Yeah. This is a team that I picked to make the playoffs, but I didn't think they were going to make it through the front door. I thought they'd make it through the, the back, back door right. with the wild card. Right. But I, I'm looking at the numbers they put up in that first game. I know it was a long time ago. It was September 25th. But, man, you, you could see them coming because they had 413 yards to 312 for Justin Herbert's offense. And they, compl- uh, the, they converted 8 of 15 third downs yeah, that game. You win well, a lot of games hey, with Eight of that's 15? a lot of that's a lot of first downs. That's a lot of third downs and the conversion rate. Skip, they got him. You look at the you see what they did with him. They went and got him Christian Kirk. They got him Zay Jones. Marvin Jones is a holdover. ATN is finally healthy. He is, Skip, and he's he's a stud. Just love I like it. their I like their I, so the running game is good, but I like their return game with Agnew. Whew. He gives them great field position. It's electric. And I know a lot yep. of people skip this Jags, and you don't really watch mm-hmm. them. But ha- having watched them over the last three or four weeks, because I know we're going to be talking about them, mm-hmm. they got a better team than you think. Yep. They have exploded on people, yeah. including my Cowboys, who were up 27 to 10 late in the third quarter, and then you know what happened. Yes. And overtime happened, and they detonated. And it, it gets pretty crazy loud there. They've had their runs in the past yeah. where that's a hard place to win yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a harder place on when do they play eventually, uh, Skip, eventually they're going to start moving yeah. that tarp because, you know, yeah. the, the fans had started, like, yeah, y'all not winning, we're not coming to the game, and they covered a large portion of the stadium. Yeah. Pretty soon, yeah. those fans, because I, I remember when they were really good, when they had Mark Brunel and Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardle, oh. uh, you know, they had the Fred Taylor, they had Nature, uh, those guys, Skip, they were a really good team, and the fans show, came out and showed support. I believe they're headed back in that direction. Hey, uh, uh, Dougie P., Hey. You say what you want about old Dougie P, but Dougie P got old, that young man right there, Skip. He, he the real deal. Mm-hmm. Sixteen? Uh, He's the real deal. Yeah. Listen, Doug Peterson is the real deal as yeah. a head football coach. Yeah, Skip. He beat Bill Belichick head-to-head. He, he, out, he outcoached him. He beat they him. They won 41-33, to 33 and he made an MVP, Super Bowl MVP out of Nick Foles. Right. He probably still been in, he probably still been in Philly if he had made a decision to bench Carson Wentz sooner and bring yeah. Jalen Hurts. I, I believe you're correct about that. <laughs> but – He's a real, live, hard-nosed football coach who's been around and done right. this. So you trust how they're going to be prepared for this. And if if I'm anybody in the AFC tournament, I'm afraid of them. Yeah. I, I don't I don't enjoy dealing with them because 16 can throw yeah. it. And Andy Reid got an apple off history. Yeah. They got a Super Bowl. Something called Belichick ain't got yet. Huh. Interesting. It's a good point. <laughs> well, and I've told you from the start. I like Justin Herbert. I don't love him. Okay. There's always a little bit missing where he makes one or two throws where you say, well, you can't do that right. because this, in a game of this magnitude, but I, then, I would trust Trevor over but, Justin. But then, Skip, he'll make one or two throws. You like you say, how did he do that? Oh, no, he's – Jeez. Yeah, but, but he does it with, with just sheer arm strength. The other guy does it with athletic ability, yeah. and, and he's smooth with it. Yeah. He's like effortless athletic ability and easy velocity uh, where he doesn't look like he's trying hard. I watched the game in its entirety last week, and some of the throws that he was making from one side all the way to the other and the zip that he had on yep. the ball, yeah, Skip, they're going to they be a team. I mean, they got a young team. They still got plenty of cap space. They, they're going to be the deal with. 
I think Tennessee's reign of just running through that division, Skip, that thing might be over. I think it's over. And when you keep picking as high in the draft as they keep picking, oh, but guess what? It, it, it's one thing to pick high. It's another thing to hit the guy that yep. you pick on. Yeah, you keep getting uh, uh, the, uh, the Allens, the draft picks, and you get the, uh, the Trevor Lawrence, and you get the ATN, mm-hmm. and you brought in some receivers, Skip, that Zay Jones and the Christian Kirk. They're really good. I, I got it. Yep. Well, here they come. Here they come. Here they yeah. come. Mm. All six of this weekend's wildcard matchups are rematches, guys. The last time these two teams faced off was week three, and the Jaguars won 38-10. to mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, is Kawhi capable yeah, go, of leading man. the here L.A. Clippers go. on a deep <laughs> playoff run, man, Skip? I know you were high on them earlier. <laughs> Let's discuss no, when no, we come we back. <laughs> All right, to the hardwood, Kawhi Leonard posted a season-high 33 points last night, a 113-101 Clippers victory over the Mavericks. The Clips now 22-21 on the season, sixth in the West. Shannon, how big of a threat are the Clippers in this Western Conference? Yeah, I know Kawhi had 33 last night, but he about to miss the next six games, so it'll be all for naught. And, and right. they go about to go two and four in those games and be right back where they were. Yeah. He played 36 minutes in consecutive games, and we're just going to see how that knee holds up. We know what Kawhi is. Kawhi is a very proven commodity, but Skip, his body is just, he's, what, 29, 30 years of age, but he has the body of a 39, 40-year-old. Or more. Okay. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, when he is right, nobody is any writer than Kawhi can mm-hmm. be. And last night he was so right because he makes nine of 12 shots. He makes all 12 free throws. He gives you nine boards and four steals. That will work. Yes. And when Luka got hot and made a couple of threes late, he just would come right down on top of him and say, I'll see you and raise three. you. Yep. Boom with the three. And then three. he got three free throws off a three-point foul right. and made all three of his free throws. Right. And, and it was game over. Right. Thank you very much. When he, this was no Paul George last night. Is, is he going to play? Is he going to play tomorrow? I, I have no idea. It, it's, a, <laughs> it's a balky knee. I, I can't trust it. But if you could somehow get him, first they got to make the playoffs okay. because they've been tailspinning. They yeah, lost six I, in a row. I believe they'll make the playoffs. But here's the thing, Skip. You know they're in the playoffs. They play every other day. Got it. You get him and PG right. Whoop. Well, when they going to be right? They'll miss more games than Anthony Davis. You should be They'll be home. Lots of fun on today's show, guys. Let's do it again tomorrow. We're out of time. 